0: Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them, not just the best and worst, sometimes in the middle. Most of the time in the middle, I'd say. My name Spectrum is Ben Arrington. Of equality. Spectrum Equality. Uh, my name is Ben Errington. I'm joined by regular co-host, Mr.
2: Andy, Andy Conduit Turner. Hello, Ben. Sorry, very bad form. Obviously, I have a week off. Speaking out of turn now already before you'd introduce me. That's all right. I'm I, 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 so confused.
0: I'm adding long pauses in there just for dramatic effect. And you're you're leaping in to fill those pauses, which is good as a podcast host, I believe. You know none
2: of that none of that dead air business, not even on a horror podcast. But missed no. you guys last week. Yeah, it's a shame I couldn't come and talk to you both about Tetsuo, the Iron Man.
0: But The Iron Man, yeah, exactly. Um I don't think I got your opinion on the film before the recording as well, which I usually do if somebody can't make it. But what was your opinion on the Um on the movie, I mean,
2: don't want to retread the ground that you and Amber covered. I think I will agree with you that it is a very frantic, headache-inducing um, movie. In at times, and I think, like you, it does <laughs> it does stick with you, right? It's one that, the, the visuals, in particular. You think oh, ever so on on occasions. Yes.
0: How did you feel about the the phallic imagery?
2: Um. Well, you know who who can get enough. Phallic imagery, whether it's drills or big long hoses or all Giant. kinds of stuff, or being a big sort of
0: penis tank thing at the end. Yeah, it was um, a big penis tank thing. Did you did you get Shenmue vibes as well? Like I, I did, think I mentioned, uh, I did I mentioned that on the podcast, didn't I? Um,
2: Amber, like, what are you talking about? I wasn't I wasn't a Dreamcast kid. Yeah,
3: um,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very it was very like the suburb that we're in had lots of um, the Shenmue mm. town. Shenmue-Town yeah, yeah. thing,
3: yeah.
2: Um, I came away with a slightly less, different
3: less
0: stick.
2: Yeah, a little bit less of that. Roya Hizuki isn't being violated <laughs> by a by a hose at any point, or going around drilling people, or having a rivalry <laughs> with a with a metal fest- fetishist. Um, I yeah. came away with a slightly different take. Sorry, Ben, diving straight into hardcore <laughs> metaphor gathering straight away here in, in a section normal for usually lovely, benign chat, but. My takeaway from Tetsuo the Iron Man was I should be serious. The Iron Man was that <laughs> I thought less about the 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 body angle or the transhumanism angle, and I thought a lot about the opposing ideologies of the me- metal fetishist and the um, salaryman, and they were in such conflict, and you they you see how they keep escalating these the these things to a, a point where they're their conflict between them threatens actually to destroy the whole world anyway. Um, You know, to when they come to a conclusion that what they're going to do is have this mutually assured destruction that will, that will just end the world and coat it all in metal, which for me spoke a lot about the ongoing arms race of nuclear proliferation. I think it was, I think it was a lot on those, on those angles. Maybe it's not, I don't know what the director intended. I almost deliberately, because at the time we, changed schedule last minute otherwise i would have been there to talk to you guys about it live but um mm. I, on purpose didn't read any essays to see if there were any interviews with the director just i wanted to see what the take from the audience was without thinking oh this is what they actually meant but um mm. now we're past it i do have it as a to-do list to have a look at the you know what the actual director intended you've seen the sequel though right
0: yeah yeah so the sequel so, as I think I mentioned, it's a far more um, traditional film, I guess, in terms of, like, there's a, a distinct plot, and, you know, good guys and bad guys, and there's a, a, a character arc, and, you know, a first, second, and third act. All that stuff. All that stuff that the wimps do All the in stuff films. you look for. Yeah, you believe in normies. Yeah. Normies. But uh, I thought I thought it was just as good as the... I mean, a very, very different film, but I think still had some very... Um, in depraved sort of imagery, and um, it was it was effective in that way. But yeah, I think that's a good a good metaphor to look at the arms the arms race, kind of like two two guys who were like locked together in this the unstoppable force versus a movable object in a, in a dick measuring contest in in, in ways big metal um, dick measuring contest big metal dick me- measuring contest. They don't care who gets caught up in the carnage. You know, think about those little
2: pussy cats get turned into tin cans. Do they?
0: No, so people's yeah, bikes get that to that. get screwed screwed up into little balls of metal just because they're they by be
2: someone's livelihood. That is, that's how they get to work. Think about it. They could be like, there. Could be little old fella. The only way he goes to get his pension every every week on his bike. A little bit too far to walk with
0: his knees. People just don't care, do they? Uh, no, that uh, and metal I think if you not...
2: just loves that metal
0: <laughs> metal. If you're knocking about with a name such as metal Fet- fetishist, I still can't say it. Uh, you're asking for trouble, I say. You I are. think just just call yourself, you know, Dave. Maybe not in Japan, but you know, you know what I mean. Uh, so yeah, that was an interesting, interesting episode. I think that now and then it's nice to do, um, a little corner of cinema that's slightly different, and maybe, I mean, still still had a good time. But you know, maybe have a slightly more serious chat about the world we live in and the, where these films fit into the the community of of uh of yeah. world filmmaking. So yeah.
2: Yeah, it was it was an interesting episode. I enjoyed listening to it while I was I was on the way back from London on the train. It was a night oh. train. I'd a little I'd a little listen to you guys. I'm on the, nice. on the night train. Fill my cup.
0: You were on the night train. Did you have a glass of night train? On the I think it's just American uh, white lightning. I believe. It's no, just, it is. <laughs> it's just like some sort of hard. I would say hard uh, liquor, but I don't know. Hard ale or something. Uh, maybe hard a, cider. Maybe a cider, hard cider. Yeah, I uh, uh
2: I didn't. I, my train was at my train was at five to midnight, so I just said a little listen to the podcast and then thought I've got So how long, was the, how
0: long was the journey how long was the
2: journey The train back, you I left London at about ten to midnight and you get home, you get back to Scotland about, about six in the morning, just before oh, seven, okay. back in Glasgow. was not too bad.
0: So you had a little, little little sleep on there as well? sleep was lovely, ever so nice don't like you t- get tucked up tight as well?
2: Uh, no, no, none of the blankets or anything. It's not quite that fancy. You can get rooms, but they were they were all sold out. So I just had a chair. So I just put my jacket over my legs. A little, put my that's headphones what, on. A little. That's all you smooth. need.
0: That's all you need. And put in many ways,
2: on. and it takes you a little bit longer. It doesn't burn as many dinosaur bones as flying though. So I feel like yeah, I'm doing my true. bit.
0: That's true. You're doing your bit, and uh, a nice passive bit of a uh, bit of travel as well, which is lovely. I it was
2: that. it was it was ever so
0: nice. It was lovely.
2: Uh, but yeah, um, you were you I'll were great like company I there. as I was you were great company as I was uh going back.
0: I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. That's good. Um so other than that, this week you you've you've been you've been all over the place. You did a little you did a little run dressed as Santa on Sunday as well.
2: Yeah, I did. It is the season and all that. We're rapidly <laughs> heading down to Christmas time. Did
0: anyone confuse you for the real Santa Claus? Was there a moment I went, there he is?
2: Well, to be funny, to be fair, there was some volunteers. They said, you know, keep going, Santa. But I heard them say that several times. I'm not sure if they were just very confused. <laughs> or
0: so confused to me. Keep going, Santa. And you're like, it's, 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 it's Andy. It's Andy. And they went, don't ruin the illusion. You yeah, know, like, For what? God's sake.
2: I, I just explained to him that I'm one of Santa's helpers because he's very
0: busy this time of year. That's true. That's true. Um, that's what the Santa Claus said in the Gallery Shopping Centre in Bristol to me every week, and I always did think, How have you made time to be in the Gallery Shopping Centre in Bristol in in 1989? You know, uh, to be fair, I think as far as, far as,
2: San, as far as Santa lies go, I think that's that's the one that most kids would really get on board with. Yeah. Because where do, where did you see Santa? a Santa? Where did I see a Santa? <laughs> I was never a fan of people in costumes growing up. I tried to okay, avoid it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you... I think I was always a little bit, I was definitely cynical. I remember meeting a guy dressed as Raphael, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle once. Um, And he's very unconvincing, you know? Um, I think if I remember correctly, he just had trainers on, to which I was just fuming about. Where's your turtle feet? Where's your turtle feet, mate? You at least made the, the effort. At least wear green trainers. Fucking yeah. bright
2: white <laughs> Reebok, Man, classics. Classics. <laughs> Reebok
0: classics. That's Reebok it. classics. Yeah, um, I, do remember, I do remember that. And it was yeah, uh, pretty
2: yeah, we With delving into real fears here, Ben, I'm never a fan of of a mascot growing up. Can't no, see their real no. eyes, don't
0: like it. Cold dead eyes, yeah. It was pretty terrifying. I think I took Megan to meet a quite terrifying pepper pig when she was really young as well. um and all I remember is that Megan was absolutely off her head, off her face on on sugar. I think she'd been to a birthday party, if I remember correctly. And I just remember her like wide eyed and just like rabid, like ah, it's Peppa Pig, ah, and this Peppa oh, Pig And so a big, so and so loved fluffy, Weird folded head that like wouldn't stay in place, and I was just like, "This is this is terrifying."
2: If you ever want to see like this, um, I'm not sure you'll have seen it. Uh, you'll probably come up if you type in, yes, oh hi Eeyore. Do a sewer search for oh hi Eeyore on the YouTubes. Not now, save it for later. Save it for um, later.
0: But- <laughs> I'm going to see the thumbnail. It's just a kid in pure <laughs> Absolutely terror.
2: Absolutely losing his shit. That was me growing up. I was not a fan of of those, um, I like of those like things.
3: To-
0: I feel like I'd like to witness this. Just you go,
2: Oh no, it wasn't a fan. And when the cinema first opened, the multiplex, there were big there were big people. It was a UCI and there were people in those things dressed as just reels of film. Sort of celluloid. <laughs> Not a fan.
3: That
0: does sound terrifying. Dressed Where? as reels of it's when Real. it's when things get and what's the word? Anthropomorphized. <laughs> Anthropomorphized. <for>
3: <laughs> Yeah, Jesus
0: Christ. It's like when you take anything and do yeah, apply that to it. Like football mascots are weird. There's a football mascot, which is like just a boiler. Like, I think it's just sponsored by like some sort of plumbing company or something.
2: Freddy Krueger, and... the boiler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Freddy Krueger, the boiler. Oh, wait, I'm just watching Ohio. Oh, no, he's like, hi, me. <laughs> okay, there's no point watching something that the listeners can't hear, so...
3: No, just right. Save yourself,
2: like L- Listeners, enjoy yourself at Ohio. That was my that was my horror experience as a kid. But um, yeah. apart from that, horror experience for kids
0: nowadays. What's in the news this week, Ben? <laughs> what is in the news this week? So um, we've got a couple of stories. The first one I noticed earlier this week was that there was a new image shared from Evil Dead Rise, which gives us a first look at the main characters. I think there was um, some sort of event. That, oh, Bruce Fest. Bruce Campbell hosted Bruce Fest, okay, and yeah. then shared an image and said, "Here's, a, I think they shared like a first look at Evil Dead Rice, whether it was a teaser trailer or just like some footage or something." Um, but yeah, and then the rest of us, the rest of us shit munchers, got to eat a lovely image from the uh, from the movie Evil Dead Rise, yeah, which kind movie. of like got like a close up, close up of someone's face who may be or may not be possessed or about to be possessed and then a family uh of of young of various ages of young ladies looks like they i can't remember what the how what the relationship of them is um what kind of shot is this you know where it's like the the right hand of the shot is in focus and so is the second hand and the little what is that shot called it's it's very famous not technical i didn't get a film school i'll find that in a minute um yeah, so this is interesting. I feel like it's only a matter of time before we're going to get some sort of trailer because it's out in eight, on April the twenty first. I can imagine. Oh, I think. Will they make 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 us wait till next year? I mean, it would be a yeah, shame. Would they, if they
2: would, make they, it. would they put? Would they put one out around Christmas time? Who knows? Don't want to get lost in the buzz of Christmas.
0: Yeah, well, you remember when Jordan Peele used to drop the trailers on Christmas Day for like us? Um, I'm not sure. Right? Nope. Yeah. I'm, yeah put I'm them out, sure put out on Christmas
2: Day. Was... What no else on the Bloody Queen? She was on. Yeah, she ain't on this year. Cancelled.
0: <laughs> it's been bloody cancelled. Repeats. Uh no. <laughs> put, some, put, put her best bits on. Put her best bits on. Um yeah, so there's that. And what else have we got in terms of um in terms of horror news? There is an official trailer now for HBO's The Last of Us series. I think beforehand we did get a sort of teaser trailer slash minute long footage. But this is like a couple of minutes long um, and we get a good look at all of the main characters, some of the story beats, some interesting visuals, some monsters, some infected, bloaters. Uh, and it looks like they're repurposing some of the soundtrack into the movie, which I'm, I'm glad about into the show. Sorry. I'm glad about it because so many things don't make the most of that. And I think it adds so much to the vibe and the atmosphere of those things that it's super super important especially like a main theme like i think as as long as you've got the main theme of something you're kind of setting the scene already and it seems to keep that um the voice artists troy baker and ashley johnson are in it as well we've kind of seen a little we didn't know what their roles were going to be but now we see that um even though it's not specified and um it looks like that the DLC, the prequel, Left Behind, is going to be taken advantage of as well um, in this story. Other story, right? Eh? Yeah, so very, very interesting. Um, I'm very excited for this. Probably more excited than anything I've been looking forward to TV show wise in a long, long time. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know if you saw if you saw the trailer.
2: I haven't watched it yet. Um, partially because I feel like I've got this long, and I I know some fairly major plot points anything that you consider a big spoiler i know from the plot of both games now because mm. it's hard to avoid because people don't have, harp on about these things mm. but i i don't really know a lot of things about just the moment to moment of last of us at this point ain't no way i'm getting both of them finished before the series comes out so i might go and watch the series first you know i think i might watch okay. that as it comes out we'll sure that'd be an that.
0: interest interesting um yeah definitely Oh, the shot I was lo- the shot I was looking for. Going back to the Evil death thing, split diopter. Oh, very a split good. diopter lens. It's uh, where the immediate the immediate foreground is in focus and the distant background is in focus in the same shot. So that was what I thought this image was. Okay. Um, every day's a school day. We've learned that today. Split every diopter. day's a school day, and I usually started with what's that thing called with the figgy Bob and the other fig. Yeah, Oh on. So we learned, um, asking questions. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to The Last of Us show because, yeah, it's, it's one of those things, you know, when you're kind of like, what property would you love to see a TV show slash movie of? I think for the last, since The Last of Us came out, what, 2013? It's kind of been one that's always always been on the list for me, I think. Um, so, yeah, very, very exciting. And the other piece of news that I have saw is Mike Flanagan, uh, creator... Of Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Club, Midnight Mass. He has signed a multi-year series deal of Amazon Studios, and that has directly impacted the Midnight Club see- season two. Um, apparently, it's not happening. It's not been not been picked up for a second series. And 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 anyone who did watch that, I think maybe you saw some of it. I've got
2: one episode to finish, so now I'll I will finish it. I've got that close to the end.
0: I'm going to finish the Midnight Club, but. I think Mike Flanagan put out like, oh, sorry that that the, the I'm disappointed Netflix i not going to pick up for a second series because maybe they would have gone and committed to a second series with someone else at the helm. Possibly, um, I don't actually know, but he put out a tweet with some um, content attached which had his plans for season two and also some questions to be answered from season one. So
2: just just the answers to the questions or just what the questions were.
0: I think the answers to the questions. Oh, you wondered about this? Well, this is what we were going to do. <laughs> um,
2: is it right? It's a bloody ghost. It was a ghost that did
0: it. It was bloody ghost all along, all right? For God's sake, um, they would have um, all so... been
2: fine. That'd be a good opportunity to just proper tie it all off. Yeah, they would have been fine. They would have all got married. This is
0: it. Yeah. All
3: right.
0: I mean, I don't So it just seems like they're moving to Amazon Studios. Maybe they're gonna. It's Mike Flanagan, Trevor Macy of Intrepid Pictures. Intrepid Pictures? Yeah. It's really um, gonna get
2: into the game though, isn't it, Ben? this the streaming services going for these kind of these exclusivity things. Like back in the days of just studios, yeah. didn't care what studio made it because it'd come out on things. But now the stu the, the studios themselves are also the platforms and they want hmm. exclusivity on it. It's a weird A weird world. I know exclusivity is the thing that you know where you get your tentpole things. You know, we're most familiar with it in games. Yeah, your Mario's and your Sonics and your and you know nowadays you've got your you know your Gods of War on the Playstations and your Halos on your Xboxes and stuff like that. But for better, you know, round about it, especially when there are so many different streaming services, typically what Mm. there's PC pretty much is everything. There's re- really only three major consoles that are going to have exclusives one way or another. I haven't done the math, but there are infinity billion streaming services. Ain't no way in this economy that I'm having them all. So, so, it's a really weird thing that you get you get this creative that's going to only work for
0: this particular. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Uh, I I believe that that fall of the house of Usher the horror series based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe is going to be out next year. And that's from the same two Flanagan and Tre- Mike Flanagan, Trevor Mason, that's going to be on Netflix as well. So I guess that that one's old.
2: already, that's already done. Right. So that's already be done. Like, I guess. Yeah. That are already done. Hmm. Shame about the midnight club though. Like lots of, especially it's like one that's got lots of like young yeah, talent.
0: That's the only one I haven't seen. And um, for me, I think midnight mass was my favorite. Of, yeah. Of I'd, the other three.
2: Midnight. Midnight Club has been good and I've enjoyed quite a lot of it, but it hasn't overtaken Midnight Mass yet because I really, really enjoyed that.
0: So that is all I've got for horror news. I guess we're moving on to now what we've been watching. Andy Conduit Turner, what have you seen in the last seven days or 14 days as you watch? I've been away for a
2: couple of weeks. I've got a little bit of a list for you. I've been still consuming a lot of horror content recently, so I'll rattle through a few of these. Do let me know if you want to talk about any in more detail, but. First, as it was the season, uh, American friends were having Thanksgiving, so I enjoyed "Thanks Killing" about the, oh, yeah. the mystical evil turkey. Um, he was up amongst it and um doing some <laughs> doing some murders. Uh, it's a very silly, schlocky <laughs> horror movie. Like, yeah, there's not much to say about it. I've really. never seen this. It's abso- this it's t- absolute, absolute, t- t- absolute t- t- madness. Um, there's a
0: sequel, isn't it, apparently.
2: There is, but the sequel is Thanks Killing Three, which is about the missing tapes of Thanks Killing Two, and it's in oh. space. I've not they've seen done, it yet, but it looks done like a, troll, a troll
0: Two scenario. Have they?
2: They have. So mm. there's there's Thanks Killing, which I watched, keeping with the theme of that. I watched um another like low budget ridiculous slasher. I watched the Ginger Deadman. The Ginger Deadman. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you never guess that... who who voices the Ginger Deadman.
0: Um, uh, I actually don't know. Go on.
2: Think of a scary, a scary Hollywood man who I think in his oh, natural I've just state seen it. is quite Sorry. scary. I've just seen That's it, but you, seen you get it. it. Perfect casting. Gary Busey. Wow.
0: <laughs> See, I genuinely think that the design of the Ginger Dead Man is scary. I
3: yeah. think
0: his face is horrible and his teeth. I mean, they've obviously added the teeth for effect, haven't they? Because Gary Busey, um, and he's got some serious jumpers on him.
3: Yeah, it's isn't there a ginger,
0: ginger, dead ginger dead man evil bong film isn't
2: that there, there is a ginger dead man crossed over with evil bong but the evil bong there's there's more entries in that than you would expect it's probably almost as many as hellraiser <laughs> i'm not sure i've got that in me
0: <laughs> is that the next uh franchise the next big franchise
2: i think i'm gonna i've listed that out actually i think i'm gonna tackle texas chainsaw next or maybe the exorcist franchise
0: okay okay but the way you were saying that then was this as if you know ginger dead man frank thanks killing you go maybe i'll try a bit of texas james massacre next you know we're probably on the same no, level the evil
2: the evil bong slash ginger Deadman cinematic universe not quite enough to be that might have gone the back burner for a while but in keeping with the holidays after i watched thanks killing i watched um 2021's holiday century movie black friday um it has bruce campbell in it as a store manager it has oh, yeah. okay. store in it. it's um yeah that was fun it's got big slither energy has um has black friday no oh, yeah quite, okay. not okay. quite the same execution it doesn't have the heart that james gunn brings to a movie sometimes but it is a lot of fun um just a bit of silly horror movie fun in that one It's a bit over the top you've got bruce campbell's physical acting and that that translates to the entire cast. Mm. The type of yeah, it's got some over the top gore effects. It's it's just a fun it's just a mm. fun holiday That's, throwaway movie because it's Black
0: Friday. I I did see that pop up on a few on a few feeds. Um, sorry to jump backwards again. Could you, could you do you reckon you could name any of the Evil Bong sequels?
2: Um, now I looked them up on Letterboxd, but they have passed from my memory already. There's some ridiculous so ones. Throw them out there.
0: Evil Bong. 2, King Bong. King Bong. Isn't there an Evil
2: Bong 666 and then the follow-up that is Evil Bong 777?
0: Yeah. So Evil Bong 3, the wrath of Bong. Evil Bong 420, obviously. Oh, of course, naturally. Evil Bong High 5, Evil Bong 666, and Evil Bong 777. It's like you've gone, there ain't really anything we can do for 7.
2: And then Evil Bong eventually versus...
0: Versus the Ginger, versus dead, the ginger man. dead Man, yeah. Um, what a time to be alive, eh? That these these films are. Oh, someone else, someone else is voicing the. Uh... oh that's a shame. But is it worth going checking out Evil Dead Man, uh, Ginger Dead Man, <laughs> Evil Dead Man? <laughs> the, the, ginger, the,
2: the, the Ginger Dead Man is ridiculous and is mostly set just in the back room of a baker's shop.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: There's a there's a bit where one of the assistants she gets pretty iced, gets covered in in icing sugar and decorated like a cake by the nice. gingerbread man. But most, but most no, she gets better from that actually. Um, <laughs> but there's lots of like for being a gingerbread man, most of his attacks basically involve stab, stabbing or shooting you. Normally, but he mm. does possess a man that eats him. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's. Absolute nonsense. Both Thanksgiving and the Ginger Dead Man, I think, come from the same DNA as films like Jack Frost. But for mm. me personally, it might just be the Christmas season talking, Ben. But <laughs> I don't think they have quite that that element of magic that I really get if it from comes Jack close.
0: Frost. Doesn't quite. They don't close. quite. They
2: don't quite hit the the X factor that Jack Frost himself has. Okay. um I've been going through some other classics. Let me let me run through these for you swiftly. I watched. Um, Alone in the dark, not that one, not the Uber Bowl one, but um, alone in the, in the dark, one. like an '80s, like an '80s yeah. slasher. I watched The House on Keeping with the '80s Slashes. Watched The House of Soror- on Sorority Row, um, where I'm not sure. I picked... So maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. For some reason, the killer in that dress is like a life-size Jack in the Box man <laughs> when they pop out. But I don't think that's necessarily ever explained it's about somebody okay. who's had a terrible trauma and the slightest you, slightest anxiety finding, might set them over the edge
0: you're not finding some of these horrors on prime are you because i noticed that on amazon prime there's a hell of a lot of bad there's an awful there.
2: lot of these these old old horrors but i've got some old physical copies to get through some of these i'm trying to clear some shelves and i need to watch some of these old ones at least once to see if they're watch them and making the, cu- of, make, making yeah, the cut or not. Yeah, yeah um but I also did Prom Night. Both I did a I did a Last House on the Left scenario. Ben, I watched both the original and the remake of Prom Night. Oh, lovely. Um. Wow, yeah. Okay. They're both uh, they're both fun little slashes. Um. I watched All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Um. A cautionary tale about having a relationship oh, yeah. with Amber Heard. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I watched that. I watched Warlock, where the Nice professor from the um, Arachnophobia movie is Orid Warlock from the past who comes to the future. <laughs> and, he's, and he's fucking people up with magic left, you, right and centre.
0: Are you an Orid Warlock? I've got to be honest, I am. I am an Orid Warlock.
2: He's an Orid Warlock and he he curses this woman so she ages 20 years every day. Oh. Um, and she's only got a couple of days to get there otherwise she'll be dust by midweek. Absolutely um, dust. So, yeah. To be honest, it's, surprisingly,
3: like Wait,
0: surprisingly, it's Julian surprised. Sands.
2: Julian Sands, that's his name. Julian Apologies Sands. Julian. From Ghosts oh of Monday God. that we saw at a recent film festival. Um, yeah. yeah, Julian Sands, Horrible Warlock. I'm so used to him being the softly spoken and nice professor of arachnophobia. He's Horrible
0: Wizard yeah. from the past. He's on a, a mission. Wizard. How many Warlock films are there? Two, I think. War, there's a thing called Warlock of the Armageddon, it seems as well.
2: Is that the second one, maybe? Bloody yes, Druids
0: so. and Warlocks. And I'll tell you magic what, rooms. the Warlock,
2: you'll never guess what he's up to. He's trying to get this these secret pages of this book because it's got God's name <laughs> in the book. And if you find out God's actual name and say it backwards, he's like Mr. Mixus Piddalick from the fifth dimension. You'll unmake the universe if you do that. Don't know why the Warlock would want to do that, but he does. What?
0: Only if you say someone's name backwards. That's, that's... Yeah, and it's
2: up to it's up to Richard E. Grant and a plucky young, just woman who's in the beginning of the film for some reason. Um, you know, who's <laughs> Richard E. Grant's in it? Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a As witch. finder. He's, he's, he's not a nasty witch finder like Matthew Hopkins. He's a nice one. He's a nice uh, witch finder, like yeah. uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's him, and they they come to the the modern day and try and. Stop Julian Sands. I watched Trilogy of Terror, which is a great little um anthology, but has all of the like the same lead actor, same lead actor as all as as a role in each of the stories. And this yeah. is the one that you'll have seen, maybe if you've watched the recent um Should A hundred and One Greatest Horror Moments, shows oh, the can. camera effect of them pushing along on the skateboard as this little dolly chases this woman around the house, and it's really effective. Savage little doll who's so frantic What's this film called makes- again? Trilogy of Terror.
0: Trilogy of Terror. Is that, and that's with the little like shrunken head doll, right? Yeah, that that's him. Yeah, He's
2: part yeah, yeah, of that. He's him. part of that. So that fun. was that was a good that was a good series. I enjoyed that one. I watched Trick Trick Our Treat, another anthology with old old pumpkin boy. Is
0: this the last two weeks we're talking here? Last these? two weeks, yeah. I'm, okay.
2: We've been blazing away. So it's trick our treat. <laughs> I watched some of the I've watched some a film from the original out, well, not the original, the '90s reboot of Our Era, Ben of the Out and Limits. So watch the first bit of that. Oh yeah, you did say that. Old yeah. Sand Kings. I watched that, and I, watched I have to make it out of some of
0: these because I'm going to forget,
2: and I need you to a little bonanza of these, Ben. I recommend some of these. I think of all of them, the original of Prom Night is is worth a watch, as is the trilogy of terror. Yeah. Um. I on Saturday went to a lovely festive performance, went to a pantomime. Because I'm a spooky boy though, Ben. It was Dracula. Dracula. I did. It I
0: shouted stuff?
2: I shouted that. She wasn't listening though. Ever so ever so frustrating. She was like, All right, God. I'll just look over here. And I was like, oh, You're not p- it- pivot on the spot, love. Turn just turn straight around. Yeah. No peripheral vision at all. Yeah, she she yeah. And just take my word for it that if a whole crowd of people shout, "Oh yes, it is," doesn't matter if they didn't shout, if they didn't quite shout enthusiastically enough. We just pr- take their word for it. Yeah, the the majority it. Just, of just the,
0: one is a Dracula knocking about. The, the
2: majority have spoken. Um, that's true. Yeah. So and we live in a it, democracy. It was, it was. It was very fun. It was. It was a fun. It was like a like a local amateur dramatics production. So is, you know, oh, it's right. got the seams in it that you'd see, but it was a lot of fun. At a at a bloody lovely time. And then Ben, just, to, a good just to finish off, um, just to finish off the week, I have made a start on new survival horror game, the Callisto Protocol. I'm very oh, early. Yes. days. the yep.
0: Callisto Protocol, also known as the Dead Space remake, that is arriving one month before the Dead Space remake. Yeah, the the spiritual follow-on to spiritual Dead Space, successor. completely different. But you know, I think. It's, it's it's there are a lot of crazy similarities there, right? Yeah, it feels
2: it feels very dead space in the early doors, and I've been I've had a passing glance at some of the early early reviews as well. And I'm going to draw a little bit of issue with the reviews because I've seen the write ups I've seen so far say it, it's an incredibly crafted and nicely made game. Mm. You know, a beautiful setting. You know, a great a great example, and it talks about it being it's been scored down because it feels like it doesn't want to be played. It it struggles against the player mm. to play it. So I saw one person who was very frustrated because they were doing all right and then they got wiped out by a by a QTE that then sent them back a long way. Um, mm. Someone else saying that they found the combat like a little bit unforgiving and thingy-wise. So I've adjusted my expectations for that going in. So I've, I'm going through there. Tell you yeah. what, ben, I like enjoying games. So I have put it on the lowest difficulty to go through. And I also noticed they've not resorted to this yet, but actually I feel like a lot of the frustrations that some people could have mentioned so far could be tackled in the options menu. The accessibility menu, oh, you know, okay. to try and make the game playable for people of all abilities, has allows you to automatically pass the QTEs if you if you if you're so inclined. Now oh, okay. you could say that you're taking things out of the game, but I say to those people, if you find incident frustrating, just live your life. Enjoy it's a game. It's meant to be fun. Enjoy your life. Turn those things off. Yeah. Um, so, I'm I'm looking forward to playing through that because apparently, by all accounts, the the story and the setting. And I've started listening to a podcast, which is a prequel. Love a bit of a bit of an enhanced universe. So, I'm getting into all that stuff. I'll I'll continue to review it. And the final thing I'll say on that is. I find it hard to swallow, Ben, in this day and age when a game if, if it frustrates people for feeling a little bit unfair sometimes. If that is a problem and you're marking it down, how come Elden Ring is getting all of these Game of the Year? Yeah. I found oh, that yeah, aggressively true. didn't want me to play it. yeah, And almost aggressively felt like it was like... I am not debating that it's a fantastic game. I'm saying that I bounced off Elden Ring because I was like... Hmm. shit i like it i like enjoying games what i don't like is feeling like the game is literally going fuck you get better at this game
0: yeah i mean got some bits of god of war now Uh, some of the additional combat bits the optional combat bits are kicking my ass and i'm thinking if i'm struggling this much with god of war my god elden ring would have me on toast yeah
2: I reckon that's why I mean, Luke's been busy with um, audio recording and so on, but I did wouldn't worry for a moment. Maybe Elden Ring had just
0: finished him off. He's <laughs> done him in. Yeah. You never guess what? I've been done in by Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. yeah well, we were, done it's, to be, it's to be expected, you know.
3: Yeah.
2: But, yeah, um, lots of horror content. Slurped it up like a Kirby, mate, while I've been away yeah, these last a I weeks. I almost kind of you?
0: feel, this is the thing, I feel kind of a little bit embarrassed that I've got pretty much nothing to give, but maybe because you've got so much... That covers as much as we need to cover. The last episode was recorded for me only a few days ago. So there's been not a lot of time for me to do anything like that. uh... Not two weeks worth. So I didn't watch any. I've got a list of movies I want to crack on with through December. And unfortunately, the movie of the week is the only one I've seen so far. Um, I did watch the first episode of Willow, the Disney Plus series based on 80s high fantasy. feels very child friendly. feels very like it's got a younger audience in mind. Also feels like Disney have kind of gone, we need a big fantasy property to go up against the likes of the Rings of Power on uh, Amazon. And I guess the Witcher on Netflix, but at the moment feels a bit nicey, nicey, although some of the villain designs are a bit scary. You know, I think if you would have seen it, if these villains were included in the eighties movie, it would have been nice. Always nice to see all Warwick Davis on, on the back in the back in movies, which is good. And like, yeah, the cast are all really good. Um, it's just only just started to get going. Only the first two episodes came out. Need to watch the second one as well, but um, I'm sure I'll persevere with it.
2: Have you started um, Wednesday
0: yet, Ben? I haven't started Wednesday yet. No, I do. I do want to. I've I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, my daughter wants to watch it as well, so I think uh, hopefully when we're all we can all sit down and watch it. I wouldn't mind giving it a go. That'd
2: be a nice Christmas watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because Jenna Ortega seems to be have really taken to the role. You know, sometimes when some, someone new gets cast, it's always a bit like, are they gonna live up to, to You the... feel
2: do you feel like e- with every subsequent thing we see Jenna Ortega and it's like
3: you're yeah. probably
2: gonna be one of the most famous actors in the world any day? When we're looking back on this in twenty years time, you'd be like, fucking hell, you're in everything. No,
3: no, you're hell. She's you're in hugely
2: everything. successful.
0: Scream. Um, I think me- my daughter has seen some TikTok edits of her as well, because she was like, "Oh, the girl from Wednesday." Was she in a film where she got stabbed? Because I saw a TikTok edit of her stabbed, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she's in the Scream movie." I said, "You probably shouldn't watch that <laughs> until you, you see one to four, to... Sit down <laughs> until you see one to four. For God's sake, now watch uh, this. watching five the... cream out of sequence. Come on, Drew. See Drew Barrymore. She was marketed as being the lead of this film. What's that? Dead straight away. Stabbed. 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 Hung, look at her guts out. Look at her guts. Look at her guts. Oh, look, oh, look at her, don't close right. your eyes. <laughs> her mum and dad Her mum and dad are coming out the driveway. She might be all right. She's running away. She's going to make it. No, she's not. Stabbed. Eat shit.
2: This is what happens if you don't know your horror trivia.
0: This is what happens I mean, if you don't know your horror to trivia.
2: That's what you get.
0: <laughs> That's what you get. That is what you get. And also, I always thought this. Drew Barrymore's character was wearing a lovely knitted jumper and that, wasn't she? Lovely. You think she knew all about Mrs. Voorhees, wouldn't you? You yeah. think she'd know exactly? So yeah. Apart from that, I've not seen anything of note, but I'm definitely going to add Trilogy of Terror um, and a few of the other things you mentioned onto my list because yeah, yeah. Um,
2: do, do, watch, do watch Trilogy of Terror. Tell you what, Ben, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take you a little, little screenshot. I'll just send you the note. <laughs> You can just add that, transport that straight into your letterbox
0: list. Absolutely ideal. Don't even have to listen back to this episode. Um, And apart from that is, well, actually, one thing I did want to mention before we jump into it is that we've confirmed the December lineup for the podcast. If you follow us on social media or you've got us on the old Patreon, then um and I did mention this last week as well, but we do have some new merchandise options as well. Um so yeah, the December lineup for the podcast is this week, is this podcast, this very episode you listened to. That's near dark. Next week we're gonna be talking about Salem's lot, which is gonna have a remake, which is out next week, next year. Sorry, to just jump in there. Don't want to get anyone's hopes up then. Um, and we're being joined by Holly Moore, who introduced herself to us at the Fort Bubble Comic Convention fairly recently. Said she's a listener and said she'd love to come on the show. And, you know, we're accommodating in in, in that way. And we said, come and join us very, very yeah. soon. So she's chosen the movie Salem's Lot for us to chat I feel
2: about. I feel like if you, you've gone to the trouble of finding us a place in real life, and not only that, but putting several hours in, listening to us chat on about films and about life in general, to be honest. Oh, um, yeah. then the least we can do
0: is uh, the, have you on. The very least we can do is 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 have you on to on the show, which is which is good. And sometimes you know, it's nice to talk to new people, isn't it, Andy?
2: It's ever <laughs> so nice.
0: It's ever so not nice, that, to get not, that, not that up.
2: I don't enjoy talking to you, Ben, but you know, it's always nice to inject some some fresh faces in there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then we've got um, so we're doing a Christmas episode and a new year episode so we're doing silent night deadly night with returning guest johan shipall from the trash tapes podcast um i think the trash tapes podcast are covering some christmas content as well and this was one of the movies that we decided to to give a go um and then bloody new year which if you're if you listen to this podcast regularly you'll remember andy mentioning it back in the summer um because it is set in july isn't it despite being called bloody new year
2: British summertime, yeah. So British summertime. They have, they, uh, they have a lovely time at like the classic fairground that comes to your that comes to your <laughs> local town in Britain all the time. You've got the Dodgums there. You know, they've got the they've got the waltzers. I think mean, there's a scene on the waltzers where very, very true to life. Some 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 like 13 year old girls being spun too much by the <laughs> by the by the carnival attendants.
0: <laughs> oh it always happens, isn't it? I think I've I've definitely that's pretty much happened to me. Not as bad as that, obviously, but uh got pretty damn dizzy from from the waltzers. You know, some, some of the people who work on the waltzers have got the forearm strength is beyond beyond anything anyone else has got in, the, in, in doing any other profession in the
3: world.
2: Yeah. You give them a little bit of shit, like, oh, that wasn't a very fast spin at all. They spin you so fast, you go into an HG Wells time machine situation. <laughs> Get off the bloody waltzers. It's like, who's this? Society's Zero's been split you. into you. It's been split into the Eloy and the Morlocks. Don't know what I'm going to do with this. Spin you twice, just red nothingness and crabs.
0: (laughs) Or they spin you again and you end up in the remake with Guy Pearce. And can you name uh, the other UK pop star famous face who was in that film?
2: Oh, don't come at me with a, with a low ball question. I know Samantha
0: Mumba, Ben. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you would. I knew you would. Knew, that is why I didn't just say Samantha Mumba out loud, because I knew you didn't you, you do it. <laughs> don't only pity film, me. <laughs> the only film role for Samantha Mumba, was it?
2: I don't know. I mean, could it be that like we haven't seen the entire body of her work? Maybe we shouldn't judge her <laughs> on the performance as member That's of true. the Eloy in in that alone. We'll find That's that out true. later.
0: That's true. So, yeah, that's the December lineup. And as I mentioned, we got some merchandise um, as well. If you follow our podcast link, we'll put it in the show notes as well. But yeah, we've got a new Gumroad store where you can all order merchandise like on demand. So, there's t shirts, um, what else? Stickers, postcards, art prints, um, some, a flag, a poster, a hat, two different types of hat.
2: If you've got, you what, there's all whatever that, mood all... you're in. All that new merch there. Now there are some things that will be easier for me to spot you out in public. Um, I mean, the flag, easiest one of all. Walk around carrying that, I'll probably see if I come within, well, mile about a mile, I'd imagine. I'm on your back, T- t-shirts, hats, reasonably. If I get within, you know, standard distance, if I see you wearing some horror hangout merch out in the streets, I will come and greet you as warmly and personally as both of our comfort with human contact will will be appropriate yep. to do yeah it's a true. warm handshake a hug
0: a warm handshake know. and then i'll maybe decide if it deserves a hug if you're comfortable with a hug i'm coming in for a hug yeah, yeah um, i think
2: i'm will we'll, we'll play it by ear as we meet each other i don't know everyone's got different boundaries maybe just a polite nod of recognition as we pass each other like Ooh, it's all it's all up to you but but that's that's my guarantee to you what i'd like you, to happen i see you out there <laughs> in the street with it on
0: what i'd like to happen is have you you approach them and they know you only by voice And then they'll see you and they'll go, all right. And you'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Horror hanger, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll just think you're. Are you a fan? Are you? (laughs) Are you a fan?
3: (laughs) Come on, two
2: two in the same street. There is probably more odds that you're running to me, myself.
0: (laughs) It's true. It is true. Um, Yeah. So apart from all of those lovely little bits of it, yeah, I'll put the link for the new merchandise in in the show notes as well it's on Gumroad. but just search horror hangout on Gumroad, you'll find it um we've also got some new merch on patreon as well so if you go and subscribe on patreon there's some other merchandise options on there too you know because because we're just just feeling extra generous and uh i'm I'm definitely gonna order some sort of merch merch.
2: admin down at the for the end of the year getting all your admin
0: sorted yeah i definitely want to own something
2: I might get myself a, uh, might get myself uh, hat. Ben promote, prompted by the fact that this week, the high temperature where I live, the high temperature, not the average, not the low, the high is minus one for the rest of. Oh right. wow!
0: Okay, you're gonna need a hat. You going to keep those those ears on the side of your head, uh, nice and yeah, warm.
2: Don't get them snapped off. Don't but, get them snapped off. All the admin aside, we also have found the time to watch the horror movie this week.
0: Yeah, so watch a horror movie. The movie of the week, which is Near Dark. And that is a 1987 American neo-Western horror film written and directed by Catherine Bigelow in her solo directorial debut. Stars Adrian Pazdar, Jenny Wright, Bill Paxton, Lance Hendrickson and Jeanette Goldstein, uh, Vasquez herself. The plot follows a young man in a small Oklahoma town who becomes involved with a family of nomadic american vampires uh yeah so this one is we've got 6.9 on imdb 3.6 on letterboxd 83 percent critic score 74 percent audience score got some choice reviews on letterboxd christina says this bill paxton performance will live on forever Mainstream enthusiasm for the Western genre wouldn't have perished as fast as it did if they had more outlaw vampire hicks in them. Three stars. still quite a modest rating for that. Uh, Adam AB says, Catherine Bigelow's vampiric Western is full of violent delights and is as propulsively energetic as it is seductive. A provocative early outing from an acclaimed director, who I believe is an Oscar winner, right? She won an Oscar for... Uh,
2: Hurt Locker, is it?
0: Hurt Locker, I think, yeah. Um, uh, Four stars from Adam A.B. And then Hector Jesus or Hector Jesus, sorry. (laughs) It says, it's a shitty 80s movie, but Bill Paxton made it watchable. Three stars. Same rating as the first person, Christina, but she had a lot nicer things to say about it. Shitty 80s movie, but Bill Paxton made it watchable. Um Hector's so yeah there got we a go. Standard. Hector's got serious high standards. So this is the first time either of us have watched this. I'd seen loads of stills from it before and for some reason I was like is that a film that like never officially got made or released because there's no way that it's got all of those uh, aliens alone all of
2: aliens.
0: <laughs> yeah and it's like what a year a uh, one year later as well. So
2: Jack and they just got together went, should we Go and kind do of a vampire movie together. But
0: what's it's kind funny. of strange is that, like, Neve, despite all those names attached, like, there's two other actors who are kind of like the lead characters uh, Caleb and May. Adrian Pazdar, who I recognize. Did you recognize him?
2: No, no. What else is he
0: from? He's in Billy Heroes, isn't he? He's Nathan oh, he's Petrelli. In... Oh, is he the brother? He's the brother. The one that's a senator? Yeah.
3: Or the other one? Oh, one now you senator. say that.
0: Um. So yeah, for a while I was I was trying to recognise him. I mean, in the background of your in your background of your your um thing at the moment, he looks a bit like a weird waxwork man.
2: He does a bit, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, but it's just loads he's of steel. He's,
2: he's having a frightening time, wasn't he?
0: <laughs> he's coming to terms of a lot. Um. So yeah, this is a couple of things about this as well. Like it has got a soundtrack by tangerine dream as well which has got that sort of like ethereal otherworldly nature to it whenever mm-hmm. there's a tangerine dream soundtrack um i mean the big one for me was always legend the the movie legend with uh or tom Tommy cruise, cruise and tim curry. tom cruise and tim curry tom and tim um yeah so it's got that sort of and it is a very stylish sort of film isn't it it's a very stylish yeah. neo-western and um, I think, it, you know, it could have easily existed without the vampire sort of subtext to it. It you know? could
2: have just been just some outlaws, I guess. Yeah, like hard for the reason that he had to hang around with them, I guess.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I'm sure they could have made it work. But the vampire thing felt a little bit like a like a footnote on, on what was a what was interesting.
2: Kind of incidental, right?
0: Yeah, and it seemed to include a lot of things like I know this was well I was going to say it's before interview with the vampire, but obviously wasn't before the book interview with the vampire. Well, I don't know when that was published, but having like a kid who's a vampire and he's like a an old soul in a little kid's body, it's kind of like I feel like we've seen that done a lot better before, both before and after. Um, And yeah, Bill Paxton. I, I think everybody, all the aliens alumni are great. I just think those the two lead performances, Adrian Pazdar and Jenny Wright. I don't know if I ever really bought into it, it as like because it was trying to be a love story, wasn't it? Like, uh...
2: yeah, I guess like, and their relationship is based on. Don't get me wrong, Ben. They're very nice car journey together.
0: <laughs> it's one um, of those, but... isn't it? It's one of those where they just meet and yeah. Oh, we're just, in love now. So we've
2: had we've had we've had quite a moment together. So we've
0: had one scene where she was like, "Drive, because I'm gonna die," and he went. Not if you kid not, not unless you kiss me first and she's gone, I'm sold by that, you know. Right, you're is...
2: vampire now, have it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... um yeah, we, we I guess I guess we'll come to it, but it's very difficult, I guess, to outperform some of the strength of the character actors you have in the rest of this. You know, you've got Lance Hendrickson as uh as, as vampire bishop, you've got Vasquez, <laughs> you've got Vasquez. Bill Vaxquez's
0: Vazquez, character is Diamondback. Her name is. Do you just get a, yeah. a cool nickname? Lance Henriksen is Jesse Hooker. Uh, Bill Paxson is Severin. And,
3: and then, then Homer.
0: And, <laughs> and then the kid is called Homer <laughs> Joshua Miller. Homer. Um, bit embarrassing, really, isn't it? I'm like, well, a little smoking kid as well, huh? Yeah, he's what's what's
2: that? punching darts at the best of them. He's that the vampire, I am, mate?
0: <laughs> Remember that story about like some kid in, like I don't know. So maybe some South American country. Some little kid who's just absolutely punching darts all day long. Yeah,
2: probably is. Probably is about 50. Stop growing.
0: Yeah. His <laughs> growth's been stunted. Ever such weathered skin.
2: <laughs> um, when he burns up later on, it's just the effect of the...
0: It's just the effect of the cigarettes, the, 20
2: fangs Just Just the durries got him. Just the um, durries.
0: I do always have to mention it but fags is cigarettes for for people in the UK just in case you think me and yeah. Andy have just gone rogue. Yeah.
2: Don't want to be, don't want to be intercontinentally cancelled I try not to say it to avoid such confusion but yeah
3: <laughs> and
0: I just have to clear it up every time clearly. Um but yeah it's a it's a it's a style it's a stylish film I don't think it does anything you know that is too groundbreaking. I think you can see with Catherine Big- Bigelow's direction you can see that, like, it is a very cinematic film. The vibes there's are a, all there. It's, um, there's a
2: couple of moments as well where it's like, "Oh, I see what you're going for. I see what you're going for." There, we'll come to him as we go through. But like, let's, let's say, um, there's, uh, I think for me, there was a few moments. You do get the the scene in the bar where we have where we have some action.
0: That scene I just think- reminded me of um, Natural Born Killers again okay. this came this came before that but it gave me natural born killer's vibes really where I was just like okay um, this is there's,
2: there's some There's some action scenes that there are some bits where i feel like there's such a good aesthetic and there's such a good technique and there's such a good there's a great solid story behind this and i love like the like the choice review said the whole western atmosphere because what a play this is like the opposite of Thirty days of night. You've got a big open, exposed place where, when the sun's out, it's going to be hot, like the like the Kansas, like the plains and so on that they're on. Like it's a hostile environment for these these vampires. Yeah, get
0: yourself get yourself somewhere else, vampires. I always somewhere feel like you know, you know, when vampires are always like. I I think one of the characters says it in this. I think it might be May. I'm going to live for a billion years. She says, "I'm going to live for a billion years." I just think, yeah, you might be immortal to a degree, but like as a human being who's going to live, what's the what's the what's the expected age? <laughs> like seventy to eighty. I'm going to live for yeah. seventy eight years, but I guarantee you, I'm not going to almost nearly die at the at the start of every day. There's not going to be a moment where I go, oh
2: shit, I'm going to die. Can you imagine that? bloody the sun's going down. Doors. Get in, get in. And also, when the vampires <laughs> go to bed, they seem ever so tired. Let's spark out. Guess what? Me as a human. Yeah. When the sun, when the sun's down, I can stay up if I want.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just embarrassing isn't it. Like little babies. Little babies.
2: Even if I'm yeah, even if I'm fast asleep at night time, something happens. I can Wake I can up. start to I can start to function reasonably well. Like I've set an alarm, I've got a flight to catch or something. Get up and do it. Whereas these guys, like the police are banging on the door they're like, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> you know what'll happen, won't you? Will Smith would turn up. Uh, and I am Legend, the shit out, or it'll just yeah. go. Oh, what's that? Oh, sorry. Wake up, wakey, wakey. Drag pulling them all the out. curtains, pulling the curtains down. Or John Carpenter's Vampires with uh, old James Woods, who is cancelled. Um, or kick kick in the door and just uh fuck you up. Don't live in the. De- I think that's the rule. Don't live in the bloody desert. I mean, warm and-
2: no no shade anywhere. I tell you what, and we'll come to that in a little bit, but. you this film, more than any, has made me think, you know, sometimes the, you know, you've talked about Anne Rice's stories, Interview with a Vampire and so on, mm. very romanticised look at what vampires' lives are like. Yeah. I tell you what, this film really, really hit home for me, Ben, a really important message. So much for the admin being a vampire. <laughs> you live forever just in a constant cycle of bullshit stuff you got to do every day. Well, we can't yeah. go. Out to, we can't go out till it's dark, and then we have to. If there's even the inkling that someone's seen us, we've got to steal a new car, burn up the old one, put yeah. gas tape all over the windows of this of this other. Where's the exhibit? Go and turn him into a vampire. We can <laughs> sort your cars out for you. You're right. And, yeah, Keep he, some black like, spray
0: pr- spray paint on you just in case you've got to yeah. do the windows yourself at to, the last nip to, moment.
2: Nip to nip to B and Q to get all that stuff in. Get the hobby craft, and then <laughs> also. To, you've got to go and get some blood every day so you've got to spend all your time constantly on the it's looking exhausting, Again, isn't it? being a being a human i will like you know I'll, I'll give it to you vampires you will live for longer than i will but you know what i have to do when i want to eat the slightest something and also that i've got i've got like quite a big there's, as a human there's quite a large margin for me between haven't had any food for a bit and just fucking dying instantly.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems,
2: it seems in this film, this one more than another. Like when a vampire gets hungry, they're like, "Oh,
0: like
3: oh shit, I, I'm starving."
2: When when I when I would sort of think, "Oh, blooming up," tell you what, it's been a big day. i have not eaten anything. Eat a bloody scabby horse at this point. <laughs> I'm I'm even when I'm saying that and I'm dead hungry after a big long day. I'm I'm probably. 24, like probably like a longer period of time away from actually yeah. being cripplingly ill at death's door. But it feels yeah. like these guys, they've always it's, it's more like being like yes. They're on this person, this on this ongoing quest, in if, the level- if their levels drop too low, seriously ill.
0: You can't They're have a right lovely you can- por- can't have a lovely candy bar because that tastes like shit, you know.
2: Although I mean, we might as well use this as a segue to begin the the thing. At the beginning, our first character,
0: be Mr. Whippy. Now, yeah, was she? Well, yeah, she's a vampire as well. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like whipped, whipped up creamy did ice cream she, was All right.
2: Did she? Use, unless that was purely a ploy to uh, yeah, attract she was,
0: someone. She, she oh, was like, she's going at, she's going at, and then just like spitting it into her little top pocket, like there,
2: little denim pocket there. Um, you know, but you think you know she's an attractive young vampire lady, and her double denim's out and about in the at the truck stop with all these all these lads who are dead impressed that she's there. Do you I reckon mean, she's got the it. extra steps? I know, what, I know, what I'll hook this guy in. Nothing to do with my appearance and me hanging around at this truck stop. It'll be An ice cream. It'll be. Oh, I need an accessory to to this, get get us an ice cream. Although, get us an ice that, cream. That, that, that does that does kind of raise the question that in that truck stop frequented entirely by sort of ranch hands and so on is an ice cream van pulling up there or is that something that's available from in the store do
0: you know what i reckon it is i reckon this is a crossover with killer clowns from outer space because you have got a an ice cream van at all hours of the night going to comes parts. that all time it's, yeah pulling up it's, there. I, I reckon it's those guys this is, is pre killer clowns from outer space um and this is when yeah, if you so want an ice cream, so when they any hours day, you can have it, yeah. You can have it if you want.
2: So she's out there with an ice cream and uh and our character, he he's pulled up what's what's that main fella's name? Somebody just called uh,
0: so, so the main guy is Caleb,
2: Caleb Caleb
0: Colton. So he's like a young man in a small town. He's like a farmhand cowboy dude. Could you say that? That kind yeah. of guy. It's a ranch um,
2: hand, isn't he? So Caleb so Caleb spots her and he thinks, right, cool, look at that over there. But he missed a whippy. We'll ask for a bite of that. And he goes over and he goes, oh, g- gives giz a bite. And she's like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm not a vampire. Oh, you mean my ice cream. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, I guess. Um, and then before you know it, it's a different time, Ben. She's straight in a car with a stranger.
0: Yeah, and then she even says, like, where are you going? He's like, oh, you'll find out. And I'm like, yeah, this is... This is odd. If this was portrayed in any other way, where you didn't know, didn't assume she was a vampire, you'd be worried. You'd be worried about where this movie was going. But
2: That's actually, despite the fact big predator energy uh, aside, turns out that it's all right because when, when you say you mean you mean a... se-
0: you mean sexual predator, not big pre- aliens versus predator energy.
2: Yeah. In fact, if anything, she's the predator in a bit, but not the aliens versus type. The yeah, yeah, Got the vampire apex predator type of thing. Yeah. Um, so he actually takes her to see his horse, but his horse doesn't <laughs> like her at all. Takes one look at her and it's like, nope, off, off he goes.
0: Takes one look at her and says, absolutely not, not for me. See you later. Um, doesn't kick her in the face, just, just, just legs it. Just chips up. Um, and um, so yeah, see, this, yeah, yeah, this is another like thing, it. right? I reckon if you're a vampire, you, and you've been a vampire for a long time, you wouldn't need to ask someone what the time is. You would know at all times what the time is, exactly how many hours you've got until you could possibly die. I reckon you would have come accustomed to the night air, how it tastes, how it smells, how it feels on your skin. So you'd know exactly what time it was at every at any sense. You'd oh. never go, Oh bloody hell, sun's coming up.
2: Didn't realise that. Oh no. Even if you hadn't built up those those essential um time sensing like <laughs> instincts. This film is set in the era where watches are commonplace.
0: Yeah, just get a bloody watch. I insist on the what if I was running, if I was the head vampire in a little ragtag gang of 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 vampire hoodlums. Synchronize them. You'd be that right. i Syn- go watches. meet you back everybody, everybody watches. I think of everyone. Bill Paxton would be the one who you need to worry about. I have no idea how he's managed to stay a vampire as long as he has. Because he's a rogue. He's
2: a, lo- he's a loose unit, isn't he?
0: He's a loose unit. I reckon any moment he'd fall asleep outside and then wake up burnt to a cinder. <laughs>
2: he's taught us on the hair, wouldn't he? Go, oh, a lovely big, big load of blood I've had. I'll just have a sleep out here in the middle of the desert. <laughs> right?
0: A big load of blood I've had. May, of, of everyone, I think she would be the the one one with her head screwed on at least because she seems to be like she's a vampire she's she understands the way of life but she's kind of a little bit of an outsider within her own group isn't she where yeah she's, she's, she's like, like the, you're running the she, mill
2: she's like the daughter and the monsters isn't she
0: where just a normal yeah. person just a normal person um and yeah she goes what's the bloody time and caleb speaks in bloody codes he's like so he oh, gauges is you it got ages dad? until dawn you've got ages until dawn yeah but what is the time because I want to know because like I, I, we've been having a lovely chat and time's I've kind of forgotten what the time is and you know time's run away with itself what is the time and he's like oh I'll get you home shall I Yeah. And yeah he does well and she's clearly on, panicking been,
2: but he's gone oh I've got loads of time and then immediately the sun is coming
0: up yeah yeah it's like don't worry we've got loads of time I thought oh he's got bloody hours and then i are like rushing to try and get her home and I'd just be like in fact, instead of trying to get me home, just get me somewhere, anywhere, nearby, where I can hide from the sun, please. Put a sack on my head. Yeah. So, do you want
2: to go out to yours? We'll go inside for a bit. We'll stay in all day if you want.
0: Yeah. We've
2: got a box set we can whack on. But no. Yeah. Um. She goes, I'll oh, get us home. And then, you're right. He goes, I'll a give us a kiss thing. Because they're in love now, but I don't know if you've heard this. But
0: Well, he says, give, give us a kiss. She's clearly distressed. And she's like, get me in as quick as you can and he stops the car turns off the engine and says well i will if you give me a kiss like no i'm clearly distressed get me home oh no i, I think i deserve a kiss jesus
2: and then she gives him like the, this is the this is the rap most rapid vampire turning i've ever seen i think she just seems to have, give him a little pinch on the neck just that... like
0: oh yeah you don't need much in this in this universe just a, a little tiny
2: bit tiny bit of vampire juice and are literally just a little snip. Yeah. and, and then she she bails out the car and he go, and he get he gets out of the car. And he's like, What's up with that? Got a <laughs> and before you know it, he's then his is Hey, his, did his, somebody give me a hickey? Yeah, he's he's literally gone, I'll tell you what, weird night, eh? And then before you know it, it cuts to um the family farm. Um Caleb's dad yeah, so, so why is he not why out.
0: is he not driving his driving his car anymore, Caleb? Just because he's been bit and he's feeling <laughs> feeling a I've, bit I've, so. poorly.
2: Ever so confused, he feels a bit poorly, yeah. and while feeling poorly, his sister basically looks over the field, and he's just running, running through the open, open prairie, smoking. And I don't mean punching yeah. darts; I mean he's he's on, he's practically yeah. on
0: fire from the sun. And she's like, "What's wrong with him?" But I'd be like, "He's tanked up. He's had a skinful. He's he's he's,
3: like, he's,
0: <laughs> he's, he's had a skinful, and he's uh he's stumbling home, embarrassed. If anything, I'd be mad at him. I'd be like, "Oh, Caleb, you had a beast." We've been out here tending the farm since first thing this morning. You're just come getting home.
2: But he's, he's running straight across the field, sort of stomping on me buddy Taters. His dad would be living. Don't mash him now, Caleb. That's after don't,
0: the don't mash him now, mash him later. This is weird because it gets to a point where we don't see the point of view of his dad and his sister. We just see it happen. We don't see them like, going, what's happening? Oh my God. Um, so yeah, an RV, like turns up and scoops him up like a little baby yeah. into into the RV uh, and drives away, and that, that's it's weird because you don't see the the sort of the dad and the sister kind of reacting to that.
2: Yeah, and this is this weird this weird thing because you know he's in this RV, all the taped up windows, um, mm. the the girl he's in love with now, he's just had a little kiss with, and all these sudden all these fellas after killing him right away is this is this a bit where they are they introduce themselves when they get back to the base? But Bill Paxton's on for blowing him away right away, right? It's like y-. I feel like
0: whoever Bill Paxton would meet, he'd mally want to fuck him up for some reason. He
2: just um, he uses the threat of tap dancing. He's am going to tap dance on your face, mate.
0: Oh, don't do that, Michael Flatley. Give me a break.
3: Yeah. It, oh, well.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> that would hurt. Someone tap dancing on your face. Yeah,
0: it would hurt definitely, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know what what's their what's their end goal here because. Are they just hunting down someone because they don't realise that he's been bitten at this point. They kind of just think he's a victim that May's let go and they're kind of wanting to finish him off. But then May says, oh, no you you're going to kill him, you have to go through me.
2: Yeah, because I've but turned I... him. And then it's and like, like, It's, it's like well, she goes back and it's like she's requesting a new pet. It's like, come on, I'll, you taught me how to be a vampire. I'll teach him. Give yeah. me a
0: I mean again that's a bit interview of a vampire as well, isn't it? Where there's like the sort of pet like scenario that some vampires have with other vampires, especially the ones that they've turned. They kind of Yeah. And I said Homer, the little kid vampire, has clearly got that kind of relationship with May as well. Where he's like, I taught you I'll I'll taught you everything you know.
2: About being a vampire, me, Homer.
0: And when I introduce my my name to this brand new vampire, I'm gonna grab his nuts and tell him that if he doesn't if he doesn't pronounce my name correctly, that he's going to be sorry. How, how many other ways can you pronounce Homer? Omer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say Homer. my name
2: like it's a French name.
0: Omer. Um, yeah, he's female. Yeah. He's got anger issues.
2: So he, yeah, they they say basically, keep as a pet, as a pet, Um, old is it Jesse,
0: Jesse Hooker. Oh, Jesse, Jesse Hooker. Jesse Hooker, was, Lance Hendrickson.
2: Was... When he's not, when he's not, Drugging people the most... in hell world and giving them, and burying them alive. <laughs> he is as a vampire in this juncture, and he's saying, "Tell you what, put you on a trial period." <laughs>
0: basically, says, You've yeah, I, got th- a- I think that's what you do. You get a trial period, definitely. <laughs> that's only fair.
2: <laughs> put, you on a, put you on a trial period. I'll see if you can be a vampire like us. If you, if you pass your tutelage, do all your vampire lessons.
0: Then as you're Lance right. Henriksen got the most iconic rat tail." of oh, in, God. In, in, in all of cinema. I didn't notice it for ages. Didn't notice it until like in the hotel later on. In the hotel later on, yeah. And then th- then I was like, hang on a minute. Has he had that, that whole film? Impressive. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if it was real or not. I'd like to think it was real.
2: Yeah, I'd like to hope it's real. Yeah. It's impressive. It's either that it's impressive wig work. But he goes, all right, tell you what, trial <laughs> period, see if you're any good at being a vampire. Mm. Um if you are, that's all right. If not then I'll then I'll kill
0: you. Oh great. Oh yeah. So he's, up, I, he's up he's, up,
2: he's up against it, isn't he? Old yeah, Caleb. He is. Um, um and he doesn't uh, quite
0: believe what's happening, does he? I think he says, Slap me and wake me up. And even like a little bit later, when it's just him and May, he's kind of like, Alright, whatever is going on here, I need to just leave because, you know, I need to get home. i got a family. I don't think he ever sort of thinks that he actually is a vampire. He just thinks that this lot. Are wrong ends.
2: he just thinks they're wrong ends. and the first thing they do says right the first thing you've got to do to establish yourself in vampire society is to burn up an rv
0: yeah we've got to burn up an rv first so basically people have seen us steal you i think that's pretty much what they're saying yeah you've so got to burn it up uh bill paxton goes to like a car lot and steals a steals a little motor um yeah. A, motor a big downgrade.
2: Carry all these people in it. <laughs> yeah,
0: a big downgrade, isn't it? It's
2: just like, <laughs> it just feels like a family, like an estate car, like a Volvo.
0: Yeah. You'd be like, Bill Paxton can't do anything, you can Um So, yeah, you've kind of got Lance Henriksen's like the leader. Bill Paxson's like the rogue, the nut job. The, you can't trust him as far as you can throw him. Um,
2: Diamondback is like... Diamondback. is like, like... yeah. So they're like are like the mum and
0: the dad. They're like the mum and dad, but she's like strong silent type essentially. Like she's not yeah. she's not like like Vasquez in any way, really. She's kind of just um there to back up Lance Henriksen and she's good with a knife, she likes throwing a knife. Uh, she's got a lovely bleach blonde hairdo, very eighties. Um and yeah, and then the other, and then Homer, the little kid one. He's annoying, annoys me. That's but isn't he enemy. like one of the Emerson. oldest ones? yeah I think they he' is call the him sons. like an
2: old man, but he just he's he's like Kirsten Dunst. we've in.
0: all know so we all know someone who's like that right let's like call him a nan kid usually uh, yeah, a, kid, nan a, kid who, a kid a kid who a kid kid was raised by possibly their grandparents obviously in those scenarios. I'm not making fun of anyone for that fam all, there are lots of different family dynamics and family setups however, you can spot a nan kid from a mile off. <laughs>
2: All right, all right, I love it. Like, not making fun of him in the set, but they
0: are called nan kids. <laughs> not making fun of that, but they are called nan kids. Oh, should, oh, oh there's a Russell, Band, a Russell Brand bit where he goes, Oh, should we put a drop of sherry in it, shall we? Rude not to, eh, nan? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's on TV tonight? Yeah, that sort of nan kid. He's a nan kid, um, because he's an old fella in a body. He loves a bit of poker, he, lo- he loves punching darts, um. I always I mean, think that when like kids, when kids smoke in films, I always feel like, oh, it's interesting. That's probably, like,
2: it's probably quite a bad, but quite a bad environment you're exposing those young actors to.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I've been a vampire for hundreds of years, okay, and I'm playing poker and murdering kids and yeah. He kind of yeah later on he kind of wants to keep Caleb's sisters like a pet almost.
2: I uh, that's like I was like oh. Is Homer a bit of a nonce? I don't. I don't know because technically, was, yeah, the little technically. boy, but he is also an old fella.
0: He's a bit of both. So I, re- I reckon at least half nonce.
2: Yeah, I reckon at least. Um, so that's that's the gang really, and that oh you forgot the other thing that Homer likes doing. They they kind of they kind of explain themselves. I love this little like intro sequence. It's like, hey, I'm Jesse Hooker, the the guy with the the full name yeah and i and i I do this yeah diamond back here uh may says and may we've already met obviously um bill paxton does a big this is big bill paxton is every reaction here is at 11 right he's like yeah i'm your worst nightmare my name's severin Uh, and i'll (laughs) i'll fuck you up and yeah, you got to I'll
0: fuck you up and spit out your corpse, and I'm just a yeah, he's just
3: don't don't me,
2: don't mess with me. I'm a hard man. And then Homer just comes and goes. Oh no, Bill Paxton's probably taken this as far as we can go. I can't escalate from that, so he just grabs him yeah. by the balls while he says, my name's Homer."
0: My name's Homer, and uh, if you mispronounce my name, I'll mug you off and uh, let go of my nuts. Then you freak. Um, just don't care, does he? <laughs>
2: ironically the guy who plays homer he's uh also you couldn't write it ben he's in another 1990s horror film called the willies
0: <laughs> you couldn't write it yeah. you couldn't bloody write it mate but i will tell you what he's in a film called the willies the willies I <laughs> wonder, wonder how he got
2: that one says, so right we're going to need we're going to need someone to start in this uh, another <laughs> kind of horror film we've got coming. someone who is comfortable handling <laughs> willies and he's like <laughs> Check out my showreel uh,
3: Three yeah, my years showreel. ago
0: it was, me, it was me grabbing some balls Three years um, ago I was with uh, Hang on a minute, Trosca this winner, is madness This is madness, this is utter madness He was also in Halloween 3 Season of the Witch Playing Willy Chalice <laughs> the Willy There's Chalice. no way That's what he calls his hand
3: There's no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll pop it in
2: the willy chalice.
0: <laughs> pop it in the willy chalice. It's like a Indiana Jones, uh, Last Crusade scenario where you got to find the best chalice for your willy, and just turns out it's a little, little clay one. Right, there's, the big...
2: there's there's one more chance when like he's also in something else called Class of 1999.
0: Um, let's see. Is this a movie or are you looking at the right person? Oh no, I can see it. Oh my god, I've got a better one. He's also in Rhythm Nation eighteen fourteen <laughs> as BJ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's okay. He breaks the trend in in Class of nineteen ninety nine. He's called Angel or Angle. Uh, okay, um, Angle.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's called Angel. Oh. And, <laughs> that, fi- and he finally, finally and broke fi- out of typecasting.
0: And finally, his last role two thousand and seven, Wizard of Gore. He was in a. Uh, well, his last film role he played a character called Jinky.
2: Yeah, Jinky. I tell you what, one letter away,
0: <laughs> one letter away from Winky. Oh, <laughs> look at him now. He looks utterly mad. He's kind of gone through loads of phases where he looked like a ki- kid, then he looked like Robert Smith from the Cure, and then he looked now he looks like just just a bald guy with a beard, as everyone makes the final transition into eventually.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the that's his final form. Yeah. So yeah, they, he's met them all, and they he, his his week trial period begins. Then Bill Paxton downgrades their car. They rob a car, burn up their old one, and they are on the road. Yeah. May explains that we're going to live forever. But there is a shit ton of admin to have to to have to do because you're going to have to kill. And he's like, kill. He says, yeah, you're going to have to kill. You have to do the killingest killing you've ever done. But don't think of it like killing. Um, it's just you just got to. Just got to do it, and then we kind Just of get like do a little, though, yeah. little montage of them all going to do some different killing. Yeah. So Sever- Severin dances about with a gun in the street and then chats up some women who oh, that yeah. bloke jigging about, throwing a gun about in the street. Should
0: we pull yeah, up? That he's like, dressed as like, a proper cowboy as well, as well. At this point, he's got like got the, the shirt, the spurs. Um, yeah, and they, they, they they're loving it. He's like, hey, do you want to come to? And um, imagine he eats them up
2: for it. For we don't see necessarily him eating no. them up, do we? but he's like, do you want to? Do you want to do? Do you want do that? And meanwhile, um, Jesse Hooker and Diamondback, they kind of allow themselves to be pseudo cardjack. They just probably hang around in a bad neighborhood until yeah, a couple of toughs, a green goblin looking motherfucker, and then a guy with um yeah. the. Joker's oh, gun from the end of Batman 1989 oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a big magnum comes yes. up and he's like tell you what you have busted me, and he's there like, dropping it down Diamondbacks cleavage do we see them yeah. get
0: shot? No we don't, it was weird because I was a bit like I missed something but no
2: so basically they're putting themselves in these situations they're out going hunting, they're kind of catching people that they're going to eat and yeah. May and and Caleb getting a very nice man's well, he does drink drive he gets they get they get picked up by a trucker have a couple oh, yeah, of beers with him. um have a couple of beers with him and then do you reckon it's because he hasn't he hasn't had any blood hasn't he that's why he's feeling that's why he's feeling poorly yeah Caleb I mean Caleb gets out to have a bomb by the side of the road <laughs> um yeah and the, the trucker's coming out so it's, smile you're really sick and then may gets him um yeah
0: she she but, slurps him off
2: but yeah she slurps up and gets him but then i guess is it like the vampires they can't eat non fresh blood they can't eat blood they didn't kill so then she gives she gives Caleb um, a bit of her blood
0: yeah I've a, bit, I didn't a no- bit of this blood didn't, didn't notice much directorial strength
2: there hmm. we can see the oil derricks pumping uh, as they're sucking blood is he sucking um, blood yeah on her? that's that we see the old is sucking blood. Who's the real vampires in this situation? Who's the real vampire? But he is sleeping away all the oil from the air.
0: So there will be blood crossover. And uh Caleb is like, he's loving it at this point. He's like, he's got a big grin on his face. She says, you could die if you if you drink too much. And he's like, I oh, really love it though.
2: I thought that she was saying that she'd oh, die. She like, okay, oh, she could. Okay. Slep dry like a Capra sun.
0: He didn't care, he do not care, does he?
2: He's like, Oh, it's ever so nice, though.
0: Slurp her dry like a Leonardo DiCaprio son, yeah.
2: So she's like, Oh, insane. but then they they get they get back, and all the vampires are furious. Well, no, he pieces out at this point, doesn't he? He's like, Nah, this isn't this isn't the life for me,
0: yeah. I can't remember if this is before or it might have been before he actually before got, the in the, got in the slurping, oh, yeah. Because yeah he, that's
2: he, a, they 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 do this several times in this film, the vampire's droopy dog people, in the sense yeah. where he goes through what is largely a completely unnecessary scene where he says, actually, I'm not into burning up RVs and getting worse cars. I'm going to take the bus home to my family. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have quite enough for a bus ticket. A man looks him in the eyes and says, get yourself home and gives him money for the bus. Yeah, he gets He gets on the bus and gets home, like falls out of the thing. And they've droopy dogged him because they're already like their car is at the place that he's gone to, and yeah. they've gone, No, you can't do that. And I was like, Well, thanks for that.
3: <laughs> it was it was a film? What a show. <laughs> yeah, what a
0: waste! What a, what a waste of $14. Um, yeah. so yeah, that is. I think after that, there's obviously the scene with, with all of them killing and various things, and then there's a big scene where they enter this bar, and yeah, it's very reminiscent of. Um, natural born killers. Uh, mm-hmm. where they kind of just walk in and terrorize everybody who's there. It's obviously late night. Um, they, Bill Paxton just goes to the bar and just like starts causing loads of jip for one guy. Oh, just like just, knocks his I drink think. over, buys him a new drink, then tells him to pay for it. Then like gets him, gets uh Caleb to kind of like take the punch that he tries to swing at him, and says, "I'm trying to show show, show you something." Then Caleb. Caleb hits him. Did you know? This is this scene. I wonder how they did this. He flies back into and like hits the pool table, but then automatically flies up and hits the biffs his head on the light. Yeah, but like in one fell swoop, so it's almost like, I'm like Jesus. And he goes, I... Did I do that? Did I,
3: I feel, do that? I with feel. His I hand?
0: feel like.
2: I feel like it's 1987. So the solution to that from a film standpoint is they just hurt
0: that man.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah do <No>, yeah, <laughs> you
0: see that no no what I wanted to do I wanted to hit the pool table one, and immediately it's head on that as well so like double yeah, oh, know, he pops around like do. he's
2: he, he gets punched by, by vampire Caleb he pops around like he's taken a stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin himself he does he sells he's it he's
0: popping around he seriously sells it um, um, and that's that's when we go oh is he a bloody vampire or something it must be hey
2: what well, I'm ever so strong now I can punch a guy clear across this bar um. Yeah. And then this is when the murders just escalate because yeah, you know the the bar keepers are like, you can leave on your leave, you can walk out, or you can go out on your back, and then <laughs> before you
0: know it, I old, can never but, say that with a straight face. Can you old, saying that with a straight face? Listen, you can walk out, or you can go out with your legs wrapped right round your head, and <laughs> you can yeah, go out on you, your
2: anus, screw, 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 you into a ball, and push through the letterbox. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. Um. It all starts kicking off now because before you know it, it escalates quickly from a little bit of a bar fight and Caleb thumps a guy into a pool table to the next thing the 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 waitress comes over to to the table. Well, Jesse Hooker, Lance Hendrickson says, Tell you what, we'll just need a glass actually. That seems weird. Is that yeah, cut your throat, bleed you into that thing. And everyone else at the bar, you would think you would lose your mind if that happened. A waitress at the bar that Yeah. Yeah, it's clearly a local bar, because like, pretty much the piano stops when
0: people walk in there. So it's obviously a local bar for
2: local people.
0: Well, no, because they just walk in and they go, Hey, look who's there! (laughs) That's just some stupid shit like that. You couldn't take Bill Paxton anywhere. You couldn't take Bill Paxton for a quiet drink anywhere. A little country pub. You walk walk in and there be like a little old couple sat in the corner. You walk up to them, you clunk clunk their heads together. (laughs) Absolute absolute (laughs) nightmare
2: especially anywhere with street safe where you know you get barred from one place you get barred from a lot yeah oh
0: yeah
2: bill paxton an absolute nightmare is like if you're right. if if you haven't if you don't think you've got a group a bill paxton and
0: your group of mates it's bloody you all right it's you yeah well you we've be all, aware we've of that all, we've all known someone like that like we've all known someone who when someone walks into a, into a bar you go don't say anything don't say anything <laughs> What please I don't actually I actually that. like this place. I want to be able to come in. I actually like this place. Yeah, yeah. Please don't say anything. Just just that that thing you're trying to set you're thinking about saying, don't say it. And then someone smashes a glass and they go, <laughs> Taxi.
2: Taxi. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Bill oh, <laughs> Paxton is your worst mate. Um so yeah, before you know it, old Jesse Hooker has slit the waitress's throat and he's too fair, he's not completely uncivil. He is bleeding into a glass so they can have a lovely Lovely, lovely glass of claret. He don't even
0: see. He don't even seem that bothered. He kind of just gives it to the others, like. But yeah, yeah. it's 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 Diamondback who slices, slices her throat, and yeah. But everyone's is kind of reacting to it as if to say. Yeah, they don't. Oh, oh this you'd, is you'd weird.
2: Leave, you'd lose <laughs> your mind, and people would be like, going for the police, trying to get out. But you know, they just sort of stand there awkwardly while Jesse Hooker, he's a two-name character every single time. Oh yeah. he gets up weapon. and he lo- gets up and locks the door, and then they go through the motions of killing several other people. Caleb gets shot with a shotgun and then he's like, yeah, I'm not poorly at all from that, actually.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm not poorly at all. I thought, if anything, getting shot point blank by a shotgun would have made me poorly, but you know what? No.
2: I actually feel alright for that. Bill Paxton gives, uh, sorts the barkeeper out, like, wipes him across like a bar rag. Like is is taking yeah.
3: him out. Uh, May um in preparation for This
2: is um, kind Caleb of like, to get a kill as a little This is kinda ch- like
0: erotic ch- with the guy He's because nice even like- like, come, come on a little dance with us. I'd be like, I don't fancy a dance at the best of times, let alone when I've just witnessed a couple of murders and I'm maybe thinking that I'm next. Oh I have a little dance. I, I I'd be all uh, two left feet.
2: Yeah, I'd be tripping over. Too fair. His final move when he exits in a bit is there is good, but I think my he does, favorite. He does a
0: Leon Kennedy in, in Resident Evil Four, jump straight out of the window, <laughs> yeah, forward roll.
2: That's all right. Now, like this was a sing- this was the era of single panes. Imagine
0: this in a in a post
2: double glazing world.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why they call it window pane.
2: Yeah. Eminem out, out the window. Um, <laughs> named after a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a man was cast through a piece of glass. They didn't. They used to just draw those uh, glass doors. Now windows. Windows named, <laughs> named after the person that they first face. killed.
0: <laughs> the I, want a, I, want a, I want a bloody purple lightsaber. Sorry, they don't exist in uh, in, in, in in Star Wars lore. I fucking want one. <laughs> oh, All right, sorry, Mr. No, sorry, Mr. L Jackson. You can have that room. right. I'll but you are going out a window.
3: window. <laughs> should, should out of a
0: window, <laughs> window <laughs> later on. you are going out a window. Um,
2: before <laughs> before before he maces it. Um, she's having a dance then, but my favorite death classic vampire techniques. So, you know, you'll see the the different techniques that vampires will have. There are some vampires that will do a throat slit and drink someone dry. There are some vampires that will use their classic vampire powers, like you know, a little bit of mind control, a little bit of turning into a mist or a bat. Homer's <laughs> vampire power is he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> And diamond yeah, yeah. like the guy that's been punched into a into a pool table, he kind of gets up and he's like, yeah, "Oh, the days, stuff, the, days are confused. The stars then, are clearing." And then Diamondback goes, "Yeah, there's a there's a fly on the ceiling." And He goes, "Is okay. there? I better check this. I better check this." And I thought he was raising his head, and she was then going to use the fact that his neck was exposed yeah, to yeah. That, chop his that, throat that would, as well. But actually, instead of zigging, they they zag, and what happens is while he looks up at the ceiling. Yeah. Homer yeah. shoots him in the back.
0: <laughs> classic move. Classic. I feel like it's a classic Homer move. He's been around for so long that he's just fed up with all the games. He's just like, I'm just going to shoot someone. I'm just going to um, shoot
2: someone several times in the back, and then that's that's my that's my kill of the day. Um, but May, she's got the guy dancing. Because actually, this this one's for you. Obviously, you've got to It is important to sign off your probation that we've got to observe. Yeah, you, this will give you a bit of feedback. Um, but you do have to, you do have to kill one. You have to murder um, this
0: guy, yeah.
2: So he he knows that's over, and he finishes the dance by macing it. He dives out of that window and just legs it out. He goes after him, mm. um, but he but he lets him go. Yeah, and he lets
0: him-, him go. He has he's still a bit of human left in him, where he's uh, the blood first hasn't taken over completely, and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna let you go, and everyone's fuming. Everyone's utterly fuming, except they're livid.
2: They pull him into the car straight away. They must have all got in the car and they've been observing him from the side. Yeah, side. <laughs> let's
0: and see they... how he does. Let's rate him. They've all got clipboards and they're rating him out of ten on all the and categories. They, they pull him
2: in and they give him a right dressing down. And said, "Right, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna kill you." Actually, because now he's gonna go straight to the police. They'll be on our tail, and it's almost morning.
0: And it's almost—it's always almost morning. I feel like in these films. <laughs> Especially true this that, one. Sure, that bar like, would have hey, closed. Yeah, it's like it's nearly morning as well. You know that bar; everyone's having a quiet drink at four a.m. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts. So they that get yeah, still
2: so, pool. Um, yeah, so they, they can go, go to, to go stay
0: to, at a motel, didn't they? Although yeah, Then Jesse, Jesse Hooker says, "I want one of your bungalows."
2: Can I want one of your bungalows, please? And the old man goes, "Have you stayed here before?" He goes, "Oh, yeah, but every fifty years or
0: so." Goes, every fifty right, years, I come by, and he goes, "All right." What? no further questions? I remember it. Um, uh so yeah they they go to the motel room but then the old they get there's a, a the police old police raid in the daylight. The old
2: the old bill they they come round, they're gonna they're gonna get lifted by the police.
0: So it's obviously um, because of the guy they let live, right? He obviously went yeah. straight to straight to the fuzz and said, grasped them in. You see,
2: yeah, he's he's absolutely stitched them up. when they're asleep, they are absolutely asleep. There's not any of them that's up, just—it's like, like they've
0: just—it's like they've guzzled like a whole bottle of uh, night nurse, and they're out for the count. Because
2: they find yeah. it really hard to wake up. Because then when the police knock it again,
0: but wake up, police—they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" Wake up, police! We're not—we're not gonna knock again. We're not gonna knock again. Oh bloody hell! And they—and they immediately lose it. They're like, "Oh no, it's daytime, isn't it?"
2: Because Bill Paxton opens the door. It's a face full of sun, His face half burnt off.
0: Yeah, that happens load stuff. Like everyone's getting half their face burnt off every five seconds in this film. <laughs> just like put a bit of SPF on.
2: Yeah, and the um the the police outside, it feels like all the extras that were dressed as policemen, they got them to just go and like choose how you gun. Choose any gun from the <laughs> from the armory because there's a guy with like a sniper rifle, there's a guy with a shotgun, there's a guy, the guy there's with
0: the like... B- BFG from the Doom games.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's like a big M16 yeah. guy. And they're, and they're just basically, they go, right, our plan is do we know if they've got anyone in there? Well, apparently, one of their associates is a little boy. Just blast
0: this place into the boy, But apparently, he carries a gun, so he's definitely. You know, that's how, that's how it works in the old US of A. What's that? What's that? Six months old, but it, but they're reaching for a gun. bah, blow them away! So the police just immediately
2: start just blasting shit out of the building. And of course, secondary to the bullets coming in, which come ever so sharp, even if you're a vampire, sometimes. Oh, but yeah. not other times when it's convenient. Um, yeah. they, um, They're blasting holes. And of course, you know, it comes in through those holes. Pesky sunlight.
0: Pesky old sunlight, yeah, that's not fair, is it?
2: Um, so they're they're all being blasted away. They they seem like they're done for at this point, but Caleb, ever the quick thinker, puts on the impenetrable sun blanket. Yeah, um, run, it's runs a very
0: thick, thick yeah. chunky knit.
2: Hydenia, factor. They and he <laughs> runs across the. He runs across, being shot quite severely, but gets gets into the car, smashes it into a wall thankfully not in such a way that it lets all the sun in mm. they get in the car and they escape and they've kind of let him off for being for
0: yeah they've gone you might mu- you might mu- you might have mugged us off but at the same time you got us out of that sticky situation so in a way you're all right hey this guy's all right
2: although um what's the name old uh, jesse hooker just say oh, let's bought you some time but you know <laughs> oh yeah let you some time if there's anything, if there's one thing Jesse Hooker is, it's a stickler for the rules, and he's like, "Well, I am gonna have to go through yeah. your assessment at some point." So there's like
0: today. a little bit of a camaraderie. This is when like Caleb asks Jesse how old he is, and he says, "I fought for the South," which is like the American Civil War, so that was like over a hundred years ago. Um, but yeah, they're trying to work out maybe he's about one hundred fifty years old. Severin had earlier suggested that he and Jesse started the Great Chicago Fire of eighteen seventy-one, so like maybe they were knocking about. Um They love starting a fire, you know what I mean? Burning RVs, the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. That was a laugh.
2: Was like, Someone knows this coach, this little horse and cart that I've already got. I better burn it up. <laughs>
0: yeah. Someone's seen me before in this horse and cart. I'm going to burn this horse and this cart. Um, um, yeah. And then there's like, this is kind of weird because th- the other plot that's going on is that Caleb's dad and his sister are looking for Jesse's group, but we don't really see... Much of them, we kind of see him talking to the police. Then we see him saying he's gonna take matters into his own hands, and then he just finds them. He just turns up um when they're at like a different hotel. Just finds uh, them,
2: but they're, they're, yeah, they've gone to a hotel. And Homer, this is when he meets Jesse's sister, just getting a tin of coke at the um,
0: yeah, getting, getting a, tin a tin of, of coke, coke at the old vending machine as you Isn't would.
2: It just, it's just a just just a stout can of coke as well, not these fancy lady tinnies that we have nowadays. Didn't notice this, but big fat, big fat round deer, proper little chode of a coke can.
3: <laughs>
0: little chode of a coke can. <laughs> yeah, she's getting a big,
2: wow. big, massive coke, and then in completely not in keeping with the rest of her character. Homer, obviously, as far as her sister's concerned, the little boy goes, All right,
0: what are you doing? She goes, I do what I want. Does she say my name's Homer as well?
2: He goes, Yeah, my name's Homer. She says, Oh, my name's Caleb's sister, and I do what I want. <laughs> Do what I want when I want, and he goes. Do well, I okay. want when
0: I want? I don't give a fuck th- what you say or do, even if you have got a gun on you, you and bastard. He goes,
2: and he goes. Do you want to? Do you want to come and watch a bit of bit of telly? She goes. Don't mind if I do. Actually, that, that nice. sounds. What's
0: on? What's that, on at this time? That that sounds night?
2: lovely. Is there anything you want. Um. So she goes back to the hotel room, um, and seeing what's going on. Like Diamondback goes. Oh, what what room are you in, sweetheart? I better tell your dad that you're here. Thinking, given given. Old Jesse Hooker looks like, oh, I'll go and, I go mean,
0: that mug. would be weird if you're go. anywhere with your daughter and she said, I'm just going into this hotel room with a bunch of strangers. You'd be like, uh, probably not.
2: But Diamondback's like, oh, I'll probably just go murk the dad when I. Yeah. Um, and the sister's about to leave um, because the TV's finished. They've played the national anthem and it's gone to gone to static. Oh, yeah. Is that no? It's the start of the outer limits.
0: Look, it's going to change see, in a what, second. Weren't, weren't they ready for bed? Oh, wait, it's not morning time, is it? Sorry.
2: Well, that being said, like, what time did the TV used to end broadcasting? I imagine not that close to sunrise, mm. probably like in the dead of night, but we do hear just as um, Caleb and everything comes in, they have a reunion. He's like, oh, that's my, that's my sister there. And it kind of all comes to a head. Don't know if you
0: noticed, this you were part. like, why are you all so dirty? Why are you all so filthy? Why didn't any of you jumped in the shower? Not even once. You're all dusty. and, yeah. dirty if, you get, and if you're
2: going to live forever as a vampire, maybe you, you'd want to get undusty. Yeah. cleaned up a little bit well probably because as soon as you go in you got to sleep like the fitful sleep of the dead
3: <laughs> yeah
2: um yeah what are you gonna but, say that sir? The, the, Don't know if you notice this but just as they were going in because the dad's been captured by diamond back as well the yeah. whole family's the whole family's there there's a bit of a confrontation between caleb obviously no desire for his family to be killed and he wants to be reunited with his family Never asked to be nipped on the neck and turned into a vampire within a few minutes. No, I just want to go
0: back to my normal life as a farmhand, ca- uh, cowboy man. He
2: wants to do just his normal normal life back back to normal. He's also in like him at the minute while he's a vampire. Um, He'd like to be normal again, if you don't mind, but this has all come to a head. But just faintly in the background, you hear Chekhov's cockerel. You hear just as this
0: confrontation's
2: going on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chekhov's <laughs> like, cockerel. And I was Hang like, on a minute telltale put, sign seriously puts the willies up everybody I'm like jesus christ you know what that means it's gonna be more yeah. anytime soon telltale
2: tell, tell, tell sign those cockerels don't don't lie luckily that particular farmer had his cockerel early so it was cockadoodle doing yeah. at just before dawn rather than that uh, dawn itself than that at yeah um some some
0: of them do that and um homer grabbed sister it's kind of annoying here because how quickly they pretty much just turn on Caleb. Like, well, say so you got a family on. I sit they're all dead as well. Uh, we don't care about you. We don't no respect for you or what you want. Um, but basically, Homer, yeah.
2: Homer, when he goes through, it's like he's like, "Give me back my sister. She's not yours. You can't keep her." And he's like, "Well, actually, it was me that turned May into a vampire. I turned you into a vampire." So if I turn no, I turn I turn May into a vampire, she turned you into a vampire. So if I turn your sister into a vampire, that makes us even Stevens. And I was like, What? I'm not sure I'm not sure I follow your logic, Homer. Do you wanna, don't know do you wanna explain you want that? By, that to, do you wanna
3: so you might be you might be old.
0: <laughs> you might be old, but your IQ is incredibly low. And uh, no wonder you rely on a gun to kill people because you are an absolute shit slaphead. at mess. <laughs> shit at maths, shit at everything put you more in into what, your life
2: you wouldn't, really, you, you wouldn't know even Stevens Homer if it shot you in the back
0: you wouldn't know um, even Stevens if Shia LaBeouf walked up to you and bitch slapped you in your tit <laughs> but that's right we're going to see him burn to a cinder soon so it's all good
2: Yeah, so they, they get away by basically just just wazzing out the door right
0: yeah, that's it. In that's
2: in, in do, a bit yeah. in a bit of in a bit of kerfuffle, a bit of sunlight
0: comes in, they open the door and everyone goes, Oh, bloody else son. Uh well, the dad the dad starts shooting, doesn't he? So he, shoots, oh, he does. Um, he shoots he holds um, him he holds him at gunpoint and then like shoots um Jesse right in the chest and always he barely reacts. Well he spits um, the bullet out. The regurgitates the bullet. Love love
2: um, a love a bullet regurgitate Not see many you don't see people do it so much anymore. That bit in the mask, but apart from that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Sarah opens the door, lets all the sunlight in. Uh, The vampires get forced back and then they escape with the family. And obviously Caleb, even though while he's escaping, he is burning. He's Um, got the blanket, though. He's got the blanket. He's got the the most enchanted item. It's a curtain. It's one of those blackout curtains, isn't it?
2: Yeah. He's got a blackout curtain, which really is worth the money if you're a vampire.
0: Yeah. Mm. And then Caleb goes, do you know what? Um, you should try and give me a blood transfusion. I reckon that might make me feel a little bit better. I'm
2: ever su- I'm ever supported, yeah, because his dad is shown to do some kind of medical procedure on some of their livestock early in the film. Yeah. So as that, he is a man that knows all about all types You've of ever given events, a, I a
0: blood transfusion to a hu- to a human man. No, but I reckon I could.
2: I guess the principles are the same. Um and he and he does, and it's touch and go for a minute, Caleb's ever so poorly but you get to you get to spend the morning and actually
0: he's Makes great. Him in the morning feeling fine
2: not only is Wait, not, in the
3: morning, in the morning. yeah
2: not only is he um feeling better and not dying of vampire related hunger anymore not even a vampire actually he's fine again
0: yeah and it's unexpected isn't it he's like oh bloody hell I'm not even a vampire i can't believe it so, um, i thought or maybe it's temporary
2: when he when he gets a when he gets a blood transfusion his dad just gave him a bit of his blood in his veins and that's all right again or is it that he did he it change feels... did he change all of his blood like if you accidentally put diesel in a petrol car you've got to
3: fully break it yeah you have to fully I rinse it out
0: it feels a bit of a cheap cheap sort of like get out clause based on you know oh we're gonna have to turn it back because there needs to be a happy ending and You know, a a genuine, a a decent ending could have been like, "Oh, him and May can never really be together," but the fact that they kind of just like they sort of write themselves into these corners, like whoever wrote this film, don't know if it was um, Catherine Bigler, and then just write themselves out by going blood transfusion. What was that?
2: might Might be a novel.
0: Oh really? I don't know. No idea. No idea. Um. So yeah, what happens after that? So.
2: So it's all right, and he's having a lovely time. Um, back to normal. Yeah, he's 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 having a he's having a he's having a lovely time of it. He's out he's out with the horses again. He's got his sister walking through, you know, walking through the fields in broad daylight up on his shoulders. When May turns up, and he goes, "I'm back with my family now." Actually, That's and she goes, nice. "Oh, you're
0: warm. You're disgusting and warm. I can feel it all over you." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm moving on." moving on the vampire life wasn't for me too much stress it was way too stressful constantly constantly moving from place to place um and f- sure you're living forever but you're living in a constant state of i'm gonna die as well
2: terrific yeah. uh brief correction apparently there is a novel called near dark nothing to do with this it was co-written by katherine bigler you were right then
0: okay oh no i didn't actually know so I just corrected made, corrected made the assumption. record
2: so yeah She's um, she goes, Well, I'll be off then, shall I? And May's on a May's on her way. And then you'll never guess though, that evening. Maybe Sarah's been pinched, hasn't she?
0: Oh yeah. So this was pretty horrible, isn't it? It's like uh I always find that quite distressing, you know, like a kid getting kidnapped. Did kid get kid kidnapped, kidnapped kid you really robbed off with. Um yeah, so they slash they slashed his tires, but um Caleb gives chase with the vampires who've done the kidnapping on, on horseback, his os. on his ass. Um, and after like a brief sort of like chase sequence, he gets like thrown off because horses don't and... like vampires. Horses hate vampires. Yeah. Um, he gets confronted by Severin, and they have a bit of a to and fro. Um... Very
2: Terminator this, but I thought
0: I was getting Terminator vibes a few times, especially like in a bar scene early on. Um, yeah. In the bath and,
2: scene, but here here especially where uh, thankfully a truck is pulling up. Um, Caleb runs over to it. The truck driver not helpful at all. He goes, but he get out. I'm going to count to three and then you're in big trouble, mate. Three. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, two. he goes,
0: wh- No, he goes. I'm going to count to five. He goes one, two, four. So in his final moment before he gets shot in the face, he was, be- A, not counting properly. B, I think he was not counting properly to make a point. So he's being a really unhelpful dickweed about it, and he gets immediately shot in the face. Instant karma, you know. But I think you not know, being
2: helpful, is... be a, buddy, be a good Samaritan, mate. Like, be a good um, Samaritan
0: if somebody jumps up, dressed as a cowboy, and says, I need your help, and being shot at by another cowboy who's a vampire that, that you can see, he's, he's just he's there, right Look, there. Bloke he's right there, blow pointing, there. pointing at, point... at you. Give yeah. his hand, he's got a great um, shot as well, and he'll shoot you through the windscreen directly in the face.
2: Yeah, the refraction of light, he's, he's accommodated for it. So, um. So he he gets him, but thankfully he's not so good, his old Severin, that he can stop uh, Caleb from just running him over with the truck. And he's yeah. like, going, "Oh no! Ow! Ow! Oh! Ow, oh! Ah. That comes sharp!" And, he's, and he and he climbs up, and he's got a proper poorly face. His skin, his face has been sandpapered off in classic yeah. sandpaper, aka the sandy floor of the Kansas desert. Yeah. Um, he crawls up. He's got half a face off. And he goes, tell you what, fasten your seatbelt because I'm gonna start ripping bits out of this engine. And he's this is very terminator. He's like can you just, put the,
0: can you just slam the
2: brakes on? He's well, he's he's pulling all the bits out. Um yeah. Caleb dives out of the car. The the semi-trailer just basically skids across. I guess that's why it's important he rode with the truck early on, because he gave him a lesson how he had to break the trailer and break the oh, truck, yeah, otherwise it would otherwise it would explode. So what he uh-huh. does is break Okay. Breaks in, he breaks in properly, and it, Two breaks. and it and it yeah only you engage. You guess he doesn't engage any of the brakes, or he just engages the ones in the cab, and then basically it concertinas into itself and blows up Severin, and he's he's done. Love the right? use,
0: love the use of the word concertinas as a description of anything. So well done, Andy. Yeah, got, good, concertinas good it, concertinas him. So he's um, exploded and he's gone. Severin's dead, Um but then Jesse and. Diamondback back turn up and they pursue him, but then I think they're forced to escape in their car. Well like they're like...
2: after him. This is this is a weird this is this is a weird section. So they they confront them and Jesse Hooker is like, Yeah, I've got your got your got your sister here, and he starts sending Sarah out. May kind of go the um, the sister shouts, look out. And he ducks oh, yeah. just as Diamondback's about to throw a knife in the back of his head. Oh yeah! Which, by ducking,
0: poor old, poor old
2: Jesse Hooker gets hit right in the
0: mush. So he's already been shot like in the chest, point blank. Now he's getting a knife in the mush, and he like co- yeah, spits it out like bloody spits hell. it
2: out. I don't understand. Like, is it that Diamondback wants the sport of it? because he tells them to run, or is she a little bit sympathetic? Because the line is delivered yeah, like, sure, oh, actually, go yeah. on, because. Get out of it.
3: There's
0: there's, there's like a warmth
2: to it. Like it isn't like a ha ha. Run. She goes. Yeah. She goes. Okay, get out
0: of here Run. Have a little run. So I'm I'm not not sure sure
2: whether she's actually nice or not, but I assume not because nothing else in the character suggests that she's sympathetic to these things. No.
0: Um. And you know that could have been interesting. They could have done something a bit different there. It felt like the characters of, um, Jesse. What's his name? Jesse Hooker and Diamondback were very similar, kind of just these yeah. cold, I don't know. Just the vampire but, you know.
2: leaders, right? The yeah, the 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 heads of this vampire pseudo mm. family. Um, Sarah gets pinched again. She's in the car, but May turns a corner and makes a makes a decision. She basically manages to fight her way out of the car as they're as they're coming. The sun is up once yeah. again. That's when they're
0: spray-painting the windows to try and wrap them 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 in blankies.
2: Um, Ever ever such short nights in this desert?
0: Oh, yeah. Unbelievably short nights. Ridiculous. You blink and you miss them, basically. Um, Um, The
2: sun's coming up. They spray-paint the thing. May dives out of the car. Thankfully, um, Caleb is running towards them with with the lovely
0: blanket. I think it's just his jacket that he wraps around May. He, he like, wraps.
2: He wrap, wraps May in that one. Um, yeah. Homer gets out of the car as well and is chasing after Sarah, the younger sister, because he does seem to be really keen in having her around. He's falling in love with her as quick as Caleb fell in love with May.
0: Yeah, but he's falling in love um, with her, and he's like chasing after her, like some sort of weird, desperate, oddball, and he's just on fire—quite literally yeah. on fire. That Sarah like never effect, ever yeah. going to forget that. Yeah, the fat was pretty good. Yeah, I think was, I
2: think it was a good effect because they kind of blistered and blackened and then he's calling out after him. There's a moment of sadness. You almost feel sorry for him if he wasn't a bad boy that shot people in the back. It's a bad back-shooting little boy.
0: He, like, leans over at the end like he's out of breath before exploding. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, bloody hell. That was <gasps> a... I felt like Andy Conduit turned on his Santa run on Sunday. Oh, wait. Yeah. Bang.
2: Exploded. That didn't happen to me, thankfully. I just... took the the woolly beard off afterwards and was like, that's all right, actually. That's all right, I'm fine. I'm not on fire
0: fire anymore. Yeah, Um, uh,
2: I didn't explode like he did. And then we see another section where I thought there'd be, this is another weird choice. I'll talk about a little bit about the filmmaking here. Like, I think there's such a lot of nice interest in it, but it feels like sometimes it just steps back or doesn't quite have what I would expect from a finale or a big action scene here. Like, again, maybe it was a, you know, in the bar scene for what is essentially a horror movie and for what was available at the time, did they just not have a practical effects creator that was super confident in the craft? Or did they not have an action choreographer that thought it was that had those shots here? Because it felt like quite a lot of the live cuts and some of the things that would have been the perhaps some of the more gory moments were kind of cut away from and then you would see the aftermath.
0: Yeah, there was and there was little in, to no gore really, was there? It was and, in one of this, those films. and in
2: this final section where we have the the end of our two lead vampires, you just see that the the things that they've put together in the in the car is failing. Enough sun has got through from the windows being broken, and everything else. They are like Homer Very about, right to, up, yeah, they're they're all burning up. We get to see Caleb who says
0: roast. He says roast. Oh, yeah, he says roast. And they go, I'd love one, actually. I'd love one. Do you know anyway? He... Diamondback says something like fantastic. I'm going to get you. I don't, I don't know. He says something, doesn't he? Wallace, to him and...
2: Roast. And then she goes,
0: oh.
2: Absolutely. Roast.
0: Pork, chicken, turkey, uh, beef i don't know let's go find one um, um, and then they yeah she
2: goes toby carvery and then they all like they explode that car
0: at the mere suggestion of toby carvery they say oh, i'd rather this car explodes now and that's what happens <laughs> yeah. that go that car explodes and so basically all apart from may all of the uh immortal vampires are all dead by the end of this 90 minute movie they're so, all, they're all been
2: blasted away, and then May, ever so poorly, but wrapped in a denim jacket that saves her from the sun. Yeah. And the next thing you know, May is waking up. She's better from being a vampire, in fact, that she's been given a blood transfusion.
0: Yeah, felt like the easy way out. You know, I feel like if she died in this moment, it had a lot more impact, or if somehow Caleb sacrificed himself to save her. Do you know what I mean? It needed something like that. It needed the fact that it just gets a an ending, which is him saying to her, No, she says I'm scared. And he goes, Don't be scared. It's only the sun. Yeah, she Oh that's the so I actually. I'm I'm yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't actually. know. Emotional um, weight, I feel like just it it was it was next had next to nothing at this point. I'm end. not I'm not against the the blood transfusion
2: being the solution, but I just feel like it had to be in some way explained.
0: Yeah, it wasn't explained, was it? It was. It was really like uses a plot device, a magic blood transfusion, similar to like I don't know, like a first aid spray in Resident Evil. You know? Yeah. What's no, that? You've been bitten by a zombie. Better. Just get a bit of first aid spray on it. How does that work then? You don't need much, to know.
2: Much better, as it happens, actually. And we don't have the religious connotations of vampires. They're just injured by sunlight. Mm. But you know, maybe it is like just a line yeah. thrown away. Like you know, we we did this because. You know, when you get bitten by a vampire, it does that. But actually, if you have a transfusion of pure human blood or whatever, it would it replaces. We, the we we can we consume, blood You know, we consume yeah. just the plasma or the iron or something. But if you actually get this type of transfusion, then yeah. that'll, that'll that'll fit you right. Actually, like that'll. But we yeah. don't we don't get that moment. No. We don't.
0: Get... It feels like the stuff with the dad and the sisters, like not. If he would, he could have meant. No, actually, he wouldn't know he's a vampire, would he? I don't know. It was. It felt like it was missing a certain something. A certain je ne a scene, sais quoi. A
2: scene where the dad goes to the library, or or maybe they get they get vampire bats. They can say, "I tell you what. Sometimes getting bitten by a vampire bat make your cows poorly. So if you give them a transfusion from another cow, actually counteracts oh, okay. it. You could, you know, it's poor science, but it's better than nothing, right? Better than nothing.
0: Yeah, it's better than just um, uh, oh, what happened? Oh, yeah. the sun. and that's. And that's that. That's the end of Near Dark. Uh, have you got any name game? i got a
2: couple for you, Ben. Are you ready?
0: I'm ready. Let's do it.
2: Um, so, uh, what's the synopsis for this movie? I'll try and work with that.
0: Um, synopsis for this movie is a ragtag group of... I'm just making it up because I can't remember. Um, the synopsis for this movie is uh, a small town farmer's son reluctantly joins a travelling group of vampires after he's bitten by a Beautiful drifter, a vampire.
2: Okay, so a young farmhand reluctantly joins a group of um, cleaning chemical salesmen when um, someone spills a lager on his shirt, and he just he just can't get the he just can't get like the the stain out. Beer. Beer. Oh. Beer mark be mark correct
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> jesus
2: christ the next yeah. one um a young boy uh, a young farmhand reluctantly joins uh, uh a, a group tour um <laughs> to go to alton towers because it's ever so expensive to go to on a normal day ticket deer park a deer park correct
0: it's very deer park it is yeah um next a young
2: um, farmhand reluctantly joins a group of botanists in his in his ongoing quest to investigate the rough surface of a tree but only at the only at the backside of it
0: rear bark
2: rear bark correct and <laughs> finally um, a young boy, reluctantly, a young farmhand, reluctantly joins a group of, um, of people who are just really socially confident, immense self-confidence. He he joins that group because he's lived his life where he's terribly afraid of people just being quite abrasive and rude to him. encouraging uh, comments his way.
0: Fair snark.
2: Fear Snark, he, he does. He does fear, fear for a bit of Snark. Have you got any? Fear a bit of Snark. In, off the I
0: do I've, I've got two, they're pretty awful. Um, Similar to the one you just did, a small-town farmer's son. Well, actually, this kind of d- dies... This links to it a bit. A small-town farmer's son who falls down from space yep. and is raised by by uh, someone called Martha and someone else called... Yep. What's the other guy called? Jonathan. Jonathan, um, and you know what? His, his alter ego, these 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 uh, group of traveling vampires, they're not they don't really care about his alter ego, Superman, but they do. They are scared of just his normal his normal demeanor. Do they do they fear Clark? They just fear Clark. Yeah, as soon as he takes his glasses off, they're like, "Oh, well, I'm not even bothered." Um, um, I mean, it
2: uses one of the same words again. But um, a young <laughs> a young boy in in inner city london reluctantly joins a group of horrible horrible roustabouts and their hobby Roustable. is um their hobby is calling uh, a young mr corrigan clean shirt and clean giving shirt. him all kinds of all kinds of uh, grief as he walks past on his way back from work
0: is it fear mark
2: they don't fear him what do they do they're taking making fun of him going, all right clean shirt what are they doing
0: there, have you already used
2: the word? Um, we haven't used the first word. We just used Mark before. Oh, okay. Jeer, jeer, Mark. Mark.
0: Hey, <laughs> jeer, Mark. All right, clean shirt. Do you want a bit of my coke? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I got one more. It's pretty awful. Go uh, small town farmer son reluctantly joins a traveling group of vampires, who, after there's a big flash flood across the across planet Earth, Noah says um i've developed this massive boat right um but i've actually rejigged the design a little bit for vampires to be included as well it's actually shaped like um something that's on the side of your head um and it floats much better than the one i had before
2: (laughs) is it the ear arc
0: it's the ear arc yeah all the vampires get on it um i've got i've got to start well, I'll stop writing these down and not thinking about the description at all until this. <laughs> very just moment. write the words down and make them up. Just write the words that i make them up on the spot. It's not always handy. Okay. Um, now we've got to rate the movie. How are you going to rate Catherine Bigelow's Near Dark? Oh, uh, consider okay. it as a first watch as well.
2: Consider it as a first watch. And actually, going through it again, I think this one for me is is a bit of a near miss. I can see the quality of the filmmaking that's there but i feel like there were some of the technical elements of the film where they just didn't ne- they didn't quite have what they needed. Mm. there's no shortage of acting talent in it you know um Severin in particular uh, as well as old old bishop himself like there are some there are some good performances that that come from this but it feels like in the acting and the execution of some of the action scenes and some of the effects that that were in this one you know the fact that they have to i think they dial back on some of the horror elements and there are there are some there are some decent things but i found it notable that they would cut away from a few things or we yeah. didn't have those the really exciting. i don't think we got the finale that perhaps this film deserved and then in its place you get like that you know, you get a good few minutes of that bus station scene, which effectively is rendered completely moot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely then he gets off the bus sucks. and the droopy dog waiting for him at the place that he's running to. We knew
0: you were coming here.
2: Yeah, yeah so there, there are things like that which affect the pacing and affect the execution uh a little bit. Like, imagine if you will, Ben, this with like, you know, a, like a Tom Savini, like budgets, uh, you know, Tom oh, Savini. Yeah.
0: For some, for some of the gore pra- moments Practical stuff,
2: yeah. effects and some of those gore moments. This is one of those embarrassing moments we'll look and it'll turn out you did them he's just having a bad day. But
0: um no. But like looking
2: at, looking at that or just the way that the you know the ax- action and the final the final things I think like the final characters would have deserved a more dramatic send-off than just being in that car and mm. exploding quite a distance away from the main characters and the transfusion. So there are there are things that make this fall down a little bit for me, but there is something to enjoy in this as well. So I'm going to give yeah. Near Dark. I would like to give it another watch. I'm not going to go into the D territory. I'm going to give this a C minus.
0: C minus. Okay. I think I was going to go for a C plus, but maybe I'll go for a C, straight C, just because there's a lot of stuff about it that I kind of noticed while we're chatting about it that. Perhaps didn't sit so well with me. The transfusion stuff as a plot device, maybe the final act as well. Like it's a really cool film, like it's a really cool looking film. It's directed well, the soundtrack's great. Um, as like a neat yeah, Neo Western's a good way of describing it with vampires. Yes. Would it have worked just as well without vampires? Probably. Did the sort of vampire lore stuff hold it back a bit? Yeah, I think it did. Um And for that reason, and because of like the main, the central love story, and the central two characters aren't are nowhere near as interesting as the supporting characters. Obviously, heavyweights of eighties action and horror, um, with everybody involved, and the cast is absolutely stacked. So it's still enjoyable because you're still watching Bill Paxton chew it up on the screen as best as he could, and Lance Henriksen, and Jeanette Goldstein effortlessly cool. So. For that reason, I'm just going to go for a straight C just because I think it was lacking in terms of the story and the plot a little bit. I'd never quite felt like the stakes, even when they still like the little sister, I never felt like the stakes were always that high and I was never surprised by what came next. So it's one of those things. things I
2: think you could, could, there are minor changes to it that we already talked about. You could do something, even if it was. Grubby and a little bit hand wavy. Do something about the blood transfusion, or perhaps if you make Caleb like unsatisfied with his life at the farm, so he kind of runs away with this girl that he's seen, in, you know, same amount of screen time, but you know, you have him him encounter a couple of times and be kind of intrigued by her, and then it's the fact that his family come looking for him that makes him think, "Mm, you know, it's this is not what I'm into, and. The grass you know, ain't always perhaps, greener, mate. Or, or perhaps they get his family proactively to try and push him over the edge to do a kill so in cell, kill someone, or I'm gonna kill you. There was yeah, you yeah. could make what would be fairly minor tweaks. Obviously, you can't because you know this one's been made now. That's the it's in the past then. Past is a yeah. foreign land. But um <laughs> you know, you could you could have done slight minor changes and kept the core of this story and made the vampire stuff fit in with everything else you were doing. Because setting wise for a vampire movie, it's great. What a yeah, cool, yeah. what a cool way to set it where they're oh, yeah, they're existing in an environment which is more hostile to them yeah. rather than it being in dark and spooky castles. So I think there's great <laughs> stuff to do it, but they just kind of yeah. hit the bar little football yeah. reference for you there
0: little football reference for me, thank you. Uh, yeah, so I think we we'll recommend it because it's one of those movies, especially especially based on the cast, it's worth checking out. Um, but yeah, Catherine Bigelow definitely, you can see the sort of, it shows you. I never I never realised that she'd been making films from sort of like the 80s. I kind of thought, I wasn't massively familiar with her work um, before. Um, what, like what a more modern
2: era, like 2000s onwards.
0: Hot point break, isn't it? I'd have to look it up. Yeah, like, that's right. She directed Point Break. I think that was the first year, what film. What year is Point Break? 91. Okay. So a few years before that, I guess she cut her teeth on, on Near Dark. But uh, yeah, so pretty impressive like, to have those these yeah, films from, with such heavy hitters to your name.
2: From a technical point, technical like I said there are some individual shots outside of the action pieces. The framing and the way that they they set the scene like look at your background there with like the vampires coming over oh yeah that's great they, those are those are great i just think it's the for a horror movie and a horror movie movie of the 80s where we have such a an embarrassment of riches when it comes to the the mm. the application of practical effects it wasn't yeah. an era that they, that they backed away from the being horror or gore or things like that i think you could have just hit that a little bit harder in those things, but the, the the things outside those areas, the technical filmmaking is really strong.
0: Yeah, so she went from Near Dark to Blue Steel with um Jamie Lee Curtis to uh, Point Break. So yeah, pretty good trio of films to be involved with. I know we've not been super um, generous to this one, but still, I think we're, we're we're kind of rating it from a horror movie standpoint as well, aren't we? Okay, I think we're,
2: we're we're fair. We're not saying I'll tell you what. Absolute shit, mate. Don't don't even don't even bother <laughs> take take the Oscar back. Not not at all. But like I think, no, no, no. but I think you know, for a horror movie, there are opportunities, mm. especially like yeah. if you consider like some of the eighties horror classics that come in the, oh, in yeah, the vampire like, space. Particularly around about these right. years
0: as well, like eighty seven. Um, well, the whole of the eighties really. Okay, there we go. So that's Neil dark. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout thank you to our current patrons who include john crinnon ben scape Stephen christopher laura kendrick toby miller lane spencer ollie child leslie carlo julia bilgren nick spill troy bursch and pazuzu thank you all for your continued support thanks, thanks to thank you to taj easton for our theme music thanks to Acast for hosting the show please consider giving us a rating or review and head over to the facebook group horror hangout board of advisors for more we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Just search Horror Hangout podcast on all those platforms, you'll find us. Next week, we're joined by Holly Moore for uh, Salem's Lot. So that looking forward to that. More vampires.
2: Yeah, looking forward to these vampires. I've not seen Salem's Lot for a little while. I'm looking forward to a revisit.
0: Yeah, and there's a remake coming up as well, so it'd be good to get ourselves um, familiarised before that. I've nice a one.
2: Second, then. Is, there a, is there a TV Salem's Lot from like early 2000s?
0: I think there is, yeah.
2: i try and maybe I'll try and get that down me as well. I
0: think, there, I think there is. Uh yeah, and of course, thank you finally to Andy for being a right horror dude.
2: Thank you, Ben, for being right horror dude. And thank you to all the right horror dudes at home listening along here. Thanks for everything. Thanks
0: everybody. Played. See see you next time.
2: Bye for now, everyone. See you at Salem Slot.
0: Bye bye now.
3: Bye. Bye. bye.